Yeah, keep chewing there, fatty. All those nice mouth noises going out to the people. It's delicious candy. What do you want me to say? What, is it, what are you eating there? Lifesavers? Lifesavers? Yes, Haven't had those since the 80s. No, I think you're thinking of bonkers. Bonkers? Mm-hmm. Everlasting gup stoppers? Yeah. You ever had one of those? Those everlasting gup Yeah, but, but they were the worst. Like, Wonka at one point had another jawbreaker called dinosaur eggs. You remember those? Oh, do I ever They were way those. better. They were better. Mm-hmm. John, anything to add? Um, nope. That's fucking good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Bet you guys didn't know it, but John Tesh wrote our intro music. Yeah. I'm down with Tesh. <laughs> hey, he wrote the NBA on NBC theme. Shwammo. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll with the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather, Geish, the... 17-time West Virginia Podcasters Association Man of the Year. Is that it? 17 times? Seven, seven, um, one more than Ric Flair. So, How many times a year do they have this? Suck on that nature boy. Do well, I'm just this, projecting into the future. Okay, who's who's, who's going to come for it? You know, Who's coming for the crown? I don't know. Uh, there's a, a podcast of some guys I know, uh, one guy I know at least, another guy I probably met, it's called We Can't Be Friends. You're not getting the crown, baby. I'm sorry. Is that actually from here? Yeah, it's from Summersville. One guy I know, one guy I probably have met, Joel Wadsworth and mm. uh, his friend that I can't remember his fucking name. Very disrespectful. They, um, they're they trying to hoard in on our territory. I don't know what they're doing, but they have a, a podcast called We Can't Be Friends, and uh, the premise is because they are friends. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, it just doesn't work. But uh, you're not going to win. You're not going to win the Podcaster Association Man of the Year or... Podcast of the year It's just not going to happen Somebody's going to have to kill me Like that uh, crime boss In uh, New Jersey Or wherever it was Yeah Yeah We're not uh, We're not beneath Physical violence Oh here. I'm very much Right on that level <laughs> <laughs> We're above it We're not beneath it I mean It's more like I usually Sometimes I'll I'll like Do something violent If I think a problem Is going to happen Sure Like preempt Nip it in the bud There you go Nip it in like, the bud As always Punched I'm a guy going, in the face you, The other day <laughs> Uh, because I thought he was going to say a bad word to me. Good Lord. It's the Nightmare Ninja of Laurel Creek over there. That's John Morgan. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, a good one. And as always, former intercontinental champion. Like, notice how I pronounce every syllable. Yeah. Intercontinental champion. Former intercontinental champion. First black man ever to ice skate back, backers down the Canawal River. Uh, Michael Jackson's first victim. Um, you didn't. You don't consider yourself a victim, though. No, I mean I was very much involved. Whenever he made you kneel on the corner of the bed and spread your BC's butt cheeks so he could scream into your ass, you <laughs> you did he really like, do that? Did I, you, you're going to have to watch the <laughs> documentary? Did he? <laughs> uh, one of those things is true. I'm not so sure about the screaming in the ass. <laughs> spread your BC's. <laughs> he wouldn't say butt cheeks. <laughs> he probably did, but I just think it's funnier to say BC's. <laughs> uh, God damn. Oh, we have fun. Uh, episode 202. I was talking with my mom earlier. Uh, when is it appropriate to listen to Michael Jackson? Like, what era? I was thinking off the, off wall, the wall might be the cutoff yeah. because he's still a young Negro boy. 
Um, well, Thriller would be in there too. I would think that was eighty one. Yeah, two. No, that was eighty three, wasn't it? Thriller. I don't know that the dates. I remember my my ex wife always talked about how she was born on the day Thriller was released. So that'd be eighty three. Mm-hmm. Born on the day. Uh, <sighs> it's born on the day Star Wars was released. Well, whoop de doo. We're talking about Michael Jackson. Well, okay, never mind. What Michael Jackson? Um, get up, get was like friends with like uh, George Lucas and stuff. So was he? Yeah, he took one of the boys to the set of uh, Indiana Jones. In the lap. well, the third one probably because. Well, like you want to see something truly idiot. creepy? Yeah, there's a of course I do. There, there's a video of John Landis tickling Michael Jackson. Oh, it, him and one of the boys had a little ceremony, and he gave him rings. There's actual footage of them together in the um, in the Zales, wherever they were, with Michael wearing fake teeth, a uh, fake mustache, and a cowboy hat, and that little boy walking around with him in that Zales, buying him a, a wedding ring. They they released it this week. That's amazing. That's so fucked up. The world is an amazing place. Anyway, but I was wondering, like, I fe- I did not know this was a thing, but uh, Michael had, like, a few solo albums before Off the Wall mm-hmm. when he was still, like, young. And uh, Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. Like, here's all the covers to his, his albums. He doesn't have a lot of albums. You go back... Here's Ben. Of course, Ben was amazing. The two of us need look no more, as referenced in Pearl Jam's song "Rats." I think, think it's on this one. It gets real weird right off the top. Oh, yeah, it's "Ain't No Sunshine." He does a cover of "Ain't No Sunshine." I'm skipping the survey. But listen to what he says. I'd say he was probably 17 at this point. You ever want something? No, you shouldn't have. You have one something. Yeah. Michael, come on. I think we're allowed, like, it's morally okay to listen to him in this era, right? He's still got an afro. What does that have to do with the music? I don't see. That's what I don't get. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't care. I know. I know you don't care, but some people do. Like they. Some people do. They will make that cut off, and I'm not saying they're wrong for it. I'm just saying I don't understand it myself. I mean, music is music. The same people are getting paid, regardless of which era. Yeah, it's true. Michael Jackson, exactly. And it's not him. One estate, and he's dead. Mm -hmm. And if you already own it, you're. And before you knew anything, sure. If you owned every Michael Jackson album. And then all, when all the stuff came out in 1993, or if you had any common sense at all, are you going to all the videos in 1988? Why is he holding hands with young boys all the time? I mean, are, are you going to stop liking Picasso? I never like looking at Picasso paintings. Like I've never looked. Take at them all down because you find out that he uh, had you know some inappropriate sexual relationship with someone Did 200 he? years ago. Uh I have no fucking idea. The point is, it's just it's a thought exercise. It's like it, it doesn't change the painting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. His music hasn't changed. I don't. I don't. Oh, it's just a thing. I don't really care. You know, it was. I'm not. I never really listened if to anything, Michael Jackson in the first place. If anything, you should start listening to it now and not have listened to it in the past while he was still alive. Well, um, you should. It's, be, just a, it's just a testament to how good he is. Vanilla Ice ain't getting away with this. You should be erasing your memories of listening to Michael Jackson and enjoying it. Creed is not getting away with this. And then start listening to it and forming Creed, new memories. Creed will, would not get away with this. Oh, well, no, no. It's only Prince could have got away with it. Maybe. Oh yeah. Um. Let me see. Uh, 
Like the Beatles. Like there was some bad shit that came out about John Lennon. Apparently he used to whip old Cynthia's ass whenever she was would mouth off and get sassy. What, like he'd beat her up? Probably. I mean, that's what we hear. He, probably, he wasn't a good dad. He was at least a... a uh, he was a bully in school. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I read a, I read a biography of him. Yeah, but... And none of it was as bad as Michael, let's be honest. Yeah, oh, God. Playing tongue darts with little boys' buttholes. Come oh, on. God, man. It's fucking awful. I know. And if you disassociate, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> if you can force yourself just to be a a gnat on the wall in that room. Well, what's he tell? Really? He's telling him to go to the edge of the bed? To spread his BC. To, to, to <laughs> tweak his nipples. God. <laughs> God damn it. So how's everybody doing? Oh. Anybody shit their pants this week? No. Hmm. No, I did not. I did a little bit. Really? How'd you do that? Did you shard? A little bit. A little bit. I just had him it didn't make it past the cheeks, though. Mm. Didn't touch the underwear. Oh, that's good. That's easy, easier to clean Were you out, though? I mean... I was on, in the car on the way to work, and I <laughs> decided I needed to to push one out in a quick little fight there. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of caught a hitchhiker. Yeah. The turd was tired of honking for the right away. He wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I broke my toe. That's fucking great. And I, what? Ninja M- stuff? MMA. Somebody stomp on it. No, I got taken down, and like I tried to like pivot my foot, and it just bent, like, oh, like shit. twisted and bent backwards. My oh. whole foot's blue. And I and then I that was on Wednesday, and then I, I sparred MMA last night, too, with a broken foot. <laughs> And a sore face, but I didn't get hurt. No, other than the uh, other than the ways that I got hurt. (laughs) 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 This song about your foot. I want to. I want to see what color it is. Actually, I'm going to take my shit off. Looks a little swollen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's a nice little purple hue. That's broke. And then there's. It's just all bruised. I was beat up and died. When, when, I, <laughs> when I, I, I grabbed it, like um, this little piggy went to the market just now and shaked it, and it, and it cracked. Uh, it popped several times. Shot up through your. <laughs> it didn't hurt that bad, but it, it definitely did some, <laughs> some grindage. Grindage. <laughs> Munching on for the weasel. <laughs> that's our that's our first in earnest Polly Shore reference. Might have been. <laughs> you know what? I'm, We've had a few cutting references. I'm going to Shore. Us. You can pretend like Another you don't show. love son-in-law or um, in the army now. Encino man. Encino man. Encino man is great. I mean, it's not, yeah. Son-in-law is. I mean, ask any girl that's our age. It's important. Really? It's, it's right up there. It's like yeah. It's like a, it has Is like it a right rom- there with Dawson's Creek. It's a romantic kind of importance. Really? Yes. Polly Shore brought that out of some people. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Shore was able to bring that emotion out of God. people. What a performance in son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, he, because he adopts the the redneck girl and treats her how to be hip and all California. And um, yeah, I forgot the I forgot the plot of son-in-law. Yeah, that is what every, happens. Every girl that wants to get swept off her feet wants something like that to happen. But do they want Polly Shore to be the one? Yes. That's a 
Most of them. Most, Most of them? them? Okay. Okay. More I than guess. more than half of of the people that like the movie, more than half of them they don't fantasize would bang Polly Shore at least in a casual way. Sure. Well, I mean, I'd probably bang Polly Shore at least in a casual way, just out of oh. respect for his mother Mitzi. Okay. Well, I need to be more <laughs> clear with my language. For his father, who fuck his father? I know he's such a <laughs> fucking dickhead. He's so mad that that became a success. Yeah. <laughs> that his son was the, the one who made it. Well, no. Mitzi was the owner of the comedy store. She's the reason we have everybody now. Yeah. I mean, she was not. I don't want to say if she, she didn't write the fucking material for him, but she was, she was like a drill sergeant from everything I've heard. She would take young up and, com- up, up and coming comics and put them behind like people that would just saw the room in half they were so good like mm-hmm. she told or uh, rogan talks about how she put him right behind martin lawrence when martin lawrence was my aunt like that mm-hmm. whole thing and he would just go up and just rip the room in half and rogan would have to come out and well girls are weird i, I don't know i'm not good at comedy yet so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm not really good at this yet i'm trying but that's uh what everybody went there um carlin uh Robin Williams, Robin Williams, where he would steal jokes and then pay people later because he didn't know he was because he's he would pretend like he was uh, in the uh, moment. Mm-hmm. He was stealing. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, Sam Kennison, oh, oh, uh, all of them, man, they were all there. He claimed that Dice stole his act. Sam Kennison did. Yeah, he might have been fucking around because him and Dice were friends, but he also did shoot a hole in the wall at <laughs> at the comedy store. Well, they were friends until that. Like until he was just Andrew Clay, not not Dice. I, I don't mean, see was, how he. I mean, it's possible. Like just that broke their friendship. They were not friends. Doing, Sam Kennison died doing a character or whatever. Yeah, Sam Kennison was bitter about it, real bitter. Well, I don't blame him. That's taking well, but money. I, but I don't know if I agree. I'm like I don't. I don't. I don't if I don't, he did still, I don't think he stole. I mean, I like I like a lot of people don't like Andrew Dice Clay. I like the. Uh, the act, I think it's a fun act. It's ridiculous. He's actually a far better comedian than people give him credit for. Yeah. So, and a way better actor. He's a really good actor. The actually, give him credit. they're like, what? The Except fuck? in uh, Ford Fairlane, which was well, come on. <laughs> he was playing his normal guy. Oh, hey, oh, look over here. <laughs> yeah, you know how he came across the Dice Man. He used to do uh, an impression of the uh, the guy that French people love, uh, Martin. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would do his impression from the where he was a scientist. Oh, lady, Flavin, like the Dr. Frank, <laughs> Professor Frank. Yeah. And he would he'd be transforming into Vinny Barbarino. That was his impression. And <laughs> then he just turned Vinny Barbarino up to 30 and uh, became the Dice Man, started smoking over his shoulder for some reason. Yeah. That, I mean, that's not comfortable to do that. It's a bad way to inhale, I guess. Anyway, John broke his toe. What the fuck did you do this week? Not much. I just kind of... I slept for an entire day. That's fucking great. That was fun. Did you dose up on some Kratom? Yeah. Like the whole time. An, an enema of Kratom? Was it, was it like kind of through and through, or were there like little... Was there a break? Wake up to take a piss, maybe crank one out. Yeah, a little bit of that. But it was, you know... It was just sleeping, like a... Because you sleep during the day and it gives you a little bit of anxiety because you're like, I should be out doing things. But once the evening hits, you can relax. And it's like, ah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing at this point, you know. So then you continue sleeping? Yes. I slept all the way through that entire day and, until it was time to come to the show today. I, said, I talked to you last night at like 8 o'clock seeing if you wanted to watch a movie or something. Mm-hmm. And it was a resounding no. 
There's not. <laughs> was, yeah, I've already taken melatonin, melatonin, <laughs> kratom. I've got my sleepy time tea. <laughs> I've got my nightcap on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in my gown. I, I, really, I really wish I had one of those. I wish you had a dressing With her gown. and her kerchief <laughs> and I in my cap. It just God, settled down just, for a long winter's nap. That, did people really wear that shit? I don't know. Yeah, you had like you had like bed bedtime gear. It's odd. Yeah. There was gear for every time of night. Well, you got to think they, did, well. they didn't shower very much, so they were greasy. They were very greasy. So you had like protection for your bed sheets, so they didn't get so greased up because people didn't shower as much, right? Mm. And their soap was like pig fat. That's what they used as soap and cocaine for this to scour. Use they cocaine. did not. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, soap is made from fat, so pig yeah, it's not too far away. But human fat makes the best soap, as we all know from Tyler Durden and the Paper Street Soap Company. You know how bad I want to name a band that? And then With I the realized, Paper Street Soap Company? Wait, everybody wants to do that right yeah. now. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's like one of the bands I was in was called Holden Caulfield, and there's 11 other bands, two in this state, called Holden Caulfield at that time. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's still going. How can we be a bunch of pretentious Oh, it was. Well, we were 19. <laughs> we were always going to be pretentious I know cunts. that. Some of us still are. <laughs> That's the funny part. I mean, it's... Yeah. You you look back on it with comedy because you're like, man, we're gonna be so edgy, and everybody was thinking that exact yep. thing. <laughs> we're all edgy. <laughs> this knife is so sharp. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, then I think we changed it to Smile, and there was another band called Smile. It's actually not a bad name for a band. Though. It's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with the uh, the Smile record that uh, Brian Wilson did. I think it finally came out 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. They had another name for it that the Beach Boys did that wasn't as good. It wasn't really his vision. Smiley Smile. Mm. Anyway. Speaking of Beach Boys and honorary Beach Boys. Yeah. Jesse's <laughs> wife is going to jail. <laughs> Becky is going <laughs> Now, I don't know that I was the first person to make the Have Mercy reference, but it's all over it was, now. It was up there. <laughs> it's all over the place now. I've seen nine different memes. Two of them have been texted to me yeah. to have mercy reference. I, I couldn't have been the first, but I was the first in, in our, around here. Around here, I would say. <laughs> but yeah, what did uh, what did Aunt Becky do exactly? I mean, it's I literally college, know it's a little a college bit. cheating scam, and they, you know, they fucked systems to get their kids in. So, you know, who her, her and uh, Felicity Huffman? Yep. And some other people. Is there somebody else? I didn't. know. I'm sure there's else. shitloads of them. What's the one that uh, Uncle Jesse did? Um, Kokomo Forever. He used to be their drummer, you know. Is he actually any good? Yeah, he's a good musician. You, what did you not watch Jesse and the Rippers? <laughs> no, I missed it. Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse and the Rippers are probably the fourth or fifth best fictional band of all time. They're right. Well, let's the go first. through them. They're right. They're right up there with that. With that. Save the Zack Attack. The Saved by the Bell band. Yeah, Zack yeah. Attack. And then there's Zit Remedy from uh, um, Degrassi. Degrassi. They are the great '80s Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's uh, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, which was uh, the nickname of the Own Eaters in the commercial that they did. Listen to Uncle Jesse. Oh, you don't remember uh, the Wonders? No. Uh, fucking that thing you do. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Lori Laughlin has held up. She can still receive it. 
<laughs> she can still <laughs> she can still get herself a, a D-U-M-I. That's a Dutch Underwood meat injection. <laughs> Folks. Reception. A dummy. Reception, conception, inception. And also he could sing. And he looks like that still. Mm-hmm. Fuck John Stamos. No, seriously, if you get a chance, you should fuck, fuck John Stamos. Fuck John Stamos. <laughs> Remember when everybody was that had never heard of Bob Saget before was freaked out whenever he was like the filthiest comedian they'd ever seen in their life? I didn't even know until I saw the. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing it for the first time. I was like, "You're lying." The uh, the documentary about uh, the um, the joke, the aristocrat. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't chew on those the whole time. Okay, Just- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, they're right here. <laughs> no, you can't help yourself. Here, chew on Rampage well, you, Jackson. You- <laughs> You kind of started it. You'd let it be the I theme. <laughs> There's no one to blame but myself. I'm chewing him up now. I mean, he, eventually go. he's going to run out. Eventually. Man, Not she was a, a smoke show when she was a kid, too. God damn. Look at her fucking ass. She had a 90s ass in the, or a, a 2000s ass in the 80s. Did she? Yeah. Isn't it funny the way butts change? It is. With the, with the decades? Now, like, like now the it seasons. can't get big enough. No, it right. Is. It's a certain kind of bigness, though. Yeah. Like uh, you, somebody looks like they can squat. Round and sticky outy. Four hundred pounds. Yeah. And heart shaped. Yeah. You ever seen a girl with a long ass? It's like a weird long ass. Yeah. Like, Why's your ass so long? Yeah. But it still kind of like sticks out some. But like it goes all the way down to her knees. Talking about midgets. It's like the it's like the, <laughs> the midget, midget girl. It's yeah. like the the glute the gluteus maximus is the same length as the the calf muscle. Yeah, or, or something. the uh, the hamstring. Yeah, it competes with the other leg parts. But why would these people need to, to uh, bribe people to get their children into school? Are are their children a flock of dullards or something? Are there <laughs> not flock of dullards? Are there not? That's other, a name for a fucking group right there. Are there not other fine? Education establishments that they could get I can in le- tell you, into legitimately. There are fine education, stab- finer education establishments than USC. They're, that was the school they were doing. Yeah, to. I mean USC. It's, it's a. I'm sure it's great. I don't know. It's probably like WVU is. Sure. But why would they have to cheat? Are, are they are their kids stupid? Could they not get a 21 on the ACT? Especially in this day and age. My God, they've dumbed it down since we went to college. No shit. And it was dumb then. Hmm. I couldn't pass, so it wasn't that dumb. You couldn't pass college? No, I, didn't, I don't have a degree in anything. Me either. You just didn't go. Well, there was that, but I mean, I couldn't. When I was there, I couldn't pay attention to most of the subjects. I could only pay. If attention. you went to college now, you would. It would be easy. I didn't find it easy when we went. I th- yeah. I mean, I think it would. It'd- but the uh, I mean, just as an adult and being like, okay, I'm not a bad thing. I need I need to read. I'm just saying, right? But like uh, the sci- I couldn't do the science. I couldn't do the. Um, you could do biology. No two oh one. Nope. I bet you could. I couldn't. I could not pay attention. I couldn't take notes. I had no idea what they were talking about. On Adderall, you could maybe. I could at least pay attention. I don't know if I could retain. I know I could focus on uh, the, the teachers were just so fucking boring. Yeah, and they would here's a fucking slideshow. Go fuck yourself, and the, you had to buy the seven thousand dollar book. I don't know. It's a racket. Yeah, I could. I did well in my English classes and my journalism classes, which mm. is what I wanted to do anyway. But science and math, it was a no go. I did okay in Spanish. I passed it. 
both it, both sections. I flunked out of out of tech like I don't know how many times three probably, and then I went to University of Toledo and uh, did well my first semester, like really well, and then I don't know, it's a whole big thing. I, I think I was more of a trade school guy, which I did start at tech in the um, printing department. In the printing department, I did fine in the printing classes, but it was all the other stuff that they make you take. Yeah, like I could like the first day they took me in there, I could run a printing pass, like. And I could do the the sheets, the things that they had to do. I forget what they're called now, but they're metal sheets that they put the thing on, and I could do all that. I right. could tighten it down. Like after just watching the guy do, it, I was like, okay, this is easy. But now, or uh, now they don't even use those anymore. And um, the uh, I bet you there's some some places place yeah, do. some committed to the craft or whatever. But uh, like all the other classes you had to take, like I did fine. Like the English Mrs. Uh, Miss uh, Professor Kine. If you remember her, you know her son wrote on wrote uh, pop up video. video. Yeah. yeah, she never stopped talking about that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I did okay in history. Did you have Professor Pappas? Probably. I liked. Him. I remember had Miss Bibby. He. I remember me and your brother, Miss <laughs> Me and uh, Will, Miss Bibby gonna die because <laughs> she was the uh, orientation teacher. Yeah, like the, we don't really need to be orientated to this two block campus. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> the map is sufficient, Miss Bibby. <clears throat> we know we know where the cafeteria is. This is the street. It goes up and it goes down. I was oh, told- but there's two streets. There's a back street. You know the only t- the only place they had to show me where it was is the Bears Dan and Benny's. That's the only place two places <laughs> I need to know where they were. That's at. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. and the Phi House, the Geno's. Yeah. I know where the Geno's is, and the uh, Main Kwong or whatever the name of the fucking restaurant was. Uh, was Potamkin. Potamkin. God. And the so Subway. <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't even know if the Subway was there whenever I I was at Tech. Ninety eight. Uh, Ninety eight. It would have been okay. Subway's not still open down there, is it? No, no it's, that's the re- Mexican restaurant. It's Jalisco. It's the greatest restaurant in the world. In my world. <laughs> I don't go uh, to a lot of places. Yeah. We got Beach Glen Market and Diner, which I had this morning with my mother. Is it good? It's fucking great. What'd you have? Biscuits and gravy. Not good. Biscuits, fine. Gravy, meh. It's not their fault. They have many other things that are amazing. It's okay to skimp on something sometimes. There you go. But this is West Virginia, so you would I consider. I would think I would the, the logic of skimping on your biscuits and on your gravy. The, the biscuits were fine. Okay, on your gravy. Now, are you saying that it was? Um, how, how? In what way was it not good? Was it homemade? Uh, it, didn't, it did not seem like it was homemade. It so it, was like, like it, it seemed like it was canned. Grease. It seemed like she might have just had to whip something up real quick and didn't have any grease or anything. Well, that's what Tudor's is just straight that fucking canned ass shit. Is it from a giant what's can? A, what's a bag or a bag? A right. Bag. And we we mix it. We do it on the. On it's the good stove though. Top. They do. It is good. Yeah, I like it. But it's not. It's not like. Yeah, there's not Grandma's. a guy in the back. It's not whiskey. Mama's fucking biscuits well, and no. gravy. My mom made bologna gravy, and uh, it's tremendous. Carrie's mom made bacon gravy. Oh my, my ex fiance. It was dude. I would always get horrible uh, indigestion after it, but I would sit there and eat it and eat it and eat it and like. She'd always look at me and say, you know that's going to make you sick. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> just keep eating it. Like, what do I got to do today? Let me just go back to bed now. <laughs> I've never had bacon gravy, though. Oh, it's delicious. There's no way good. it's not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's the same process. You're just yeah, using it's just a- grease and flour and water and milk yeah. and salt, pepper, jizz. Sometimes. Sometimes. Depends on the company. 
Now, why would Felicity Huffman need to bribe the college to get her child? Well, she can't get her. She can't get any kids in there on her artistic. Merit. What about Macy? She got Macy. Who's Macy? William H. Macy's her husband. I'm shortening words now. He's uh, yeah, it's husband. It's um, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the international abbreviation to another level. I'm You're cutting out letters that have nothing to do. He's trying to stay ahead of the millennial <laughs> curve. Do you remember the episode of The Office where Kevin shortens uses shorthand? Um, no. Uh, me want go to store. Me, like he would do that. And then he explained it. I'm saving time shortening words. And then Donald Trump said, instead of saying Tim Cook of Apple, he said Tim Apple. And he made it off like he was doing the same thing Kevin did in that episode of The Office. And I nearly shit my pants. <laughs> he's 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 on Kevin from the office's level. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love Kevin from Holy the office. Shit. The thing where he spills the chili, it's hilarious. <laughs> but I, I would take life cues from him. <laughs> I can't believe that fucking idiot even did that. But he he didn't he didn't even reference to Kevin from the office. That's how perfect this character is. <laughs> For Donnie Bigball. Saving it for time. Saving time. Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Call him Tim Apple. <laughs> and then every every CEO of a tech company changed their last name to whatever the name of their company was in their Bob Twitter Microsoft. Bio. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I God, love everybody the hates him and rightfully so. He's just he is so the hatred for that man is so just and ripe. You know, well, <laughs> if there's anybody deserving. <laughs> I mean, he'd have been fine if he'd never, like, I never thought I'd talk about him in my life. I never did before. I never mentioned Donald Trump at all. I remember mentioning when I was a kid. Like I said, I remember mentioning when I was young and not liking him. Like, I barely, I really don't like that guy. You know, I almost, almost didn't even know who he was. Yeah, just uh, it's a reality show guy. It's like, oh, I've seen his face. Funny hair. Like, he, he, he owns buildings or something. Well, it's like my mom would watch those. She would watch. Like shows like Oprah and stuff like that, he'd be on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and that's where it comes from. I'd that's be like, probably Man, where I, I really don't him. like him. You that's know, probably where I saw him. She's first. like, why don't you like him? I was like, I don't know. He just seems like a person. That's, you know, and I was a kid, so I didn't say I fucked hard or anything. I said he just seems like a very not, not a very nice person, he looks like a jizz whipper, <laughs> which is a new one. I don't know if anybody said jizz that. whipper. <laughs> it's great, but yeah. He said he was trying to save time, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's kind of a there is a language like that. It's uh, what the fuck is it called? Um, pigeon. Pigeon. Yeah, pigeon. P i d g e n. Oh, okay. It's like when um, English speakers and non English speakers meet, right? And uh, they'll the the non English speakers will learn as much as they can, and you shorthand. And everybody will just kind of talk to each other like that. I can look it up. Uh, P- P- I think it's PID. Yeah, there's Pigeon English and you know. PIDGIN. It's like somebody passed history. Oh, I well, if you're talking about me, I heard this on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> but you remembered it. <laughs> that is true. Maybe Joe Rogan should just teach me everything. Yeah, if you just had Joe Rogan as your professor. <laughs> They're talking pit pigeon. And there's a lot of motions with it. And a lot of those words they're using are English. It's a nice bamboo hut they have there. 
It looks like it'd be a shame if the wind blew. Each other, they scream at each other. I always think that they're yelling at each other, but that's just the way that they talk. Second note, I don't understand a freaking word that they just said. Not even one word. Can you, can you translate in English? You were talking shit about me. Talk about you. Talking shit. Yeah, really shit about you. You know, talking about you, the friend of Patrick, that you know that white. He he said he's 29 years old. He's a liar. He's lying. He's 10 years old. You know. 10. Yeah, that was like I said. Oh, maybe. Isn't it weird? Yeah. He's too old. You're not yet 29 years old. And you're 35. I'm 49 years old. She's 49. 49. She looks pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, she does. My sister, thank you. She can get my it. My brother, thank you. You're welcome. We're happy. We'll see you soon today, my brother. Eh? Thank you very much. Eh? Me and Linda. Don and Helen. Thank you. Weird. But that's a that's a real thing that people speak some like a lot of like I think uh, BBC has the website that's just in Pigeon English. Oh, yeah. And it's spelled weird and and it's not English. It's phonetic. I was just uh, oh shit that made me think of some some other thing. Uh, Did you think of a time maybe that you shit your pants this week? No. Oh. The creative, I'm going to be alone. The, the creative here. keeps that from happening. <laughs> I, I didn't. I ran out in the middle of the week. You ran out. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah, I brought you some. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, no, uh, a lot of. Uh, Entertainment companies and channels and stuff are now doing things and and like like I said in New Zealand, you have the Maori. Well, yeah, I know what's going on right there now. It's uh, it was a white supremacist who loves Donald Trump from Australia who did that. Well, he he lived there. He lived in um, New Zealand for ten years, but he was originally from right Australia. I thought New Zealand had like super strict gun laws. They do, but not like Australia. No, so, Australian gun laws are draconian. Yeah, it's if you uh, own one, you are fucked. I, some. There's got to be some. You got to like. There's a lot of People ranchers have, there. They have to shoot. They have to shoot kangaroos. Kangaroos and or you know unless you go to catch a fade from a kangaroo in the country. You, I, I'm sure that you can get a permit. To have oh like, yeah, they got. Yeah, they they have shotguns rifle. and stuff and rifles, which is just as good, if not better. Yeah, than, if you want to mow down a bunch of people, a shotgun's a pretty good option. And a hunting rifle is more powerful, and more accurate, and more efficient. It's like a sniper yeah. rifle. Is basically what it is. But, uh, um. That how many people ended up dying in that? Forty nine. I, I haven't read anything about it. Yeah, there's a big mess. I mean, I know that it yeah, happened. A okay. um, bunch of Muslims, which I don't know. Um, I don't know, like like the I didn't know there was such a Muslim popula- population to have a big church like that in New Zealand. Well, sure, they're closer to they're closer to. I guess they are to, yeah. to the two countries than we are, you know. So. Yeah, they're probably much closer. Mm-hmm. That's such a... I don't know. I don't... I mean, I think it's a stupid religion, but I think they all are, so... Well, yeah, in a sense. What, 49? And he videoed it. Mm-hmm. And I could find the video, and we could watch the entire thing. Mm-mm. Sure? Mm-mm. You know what people are doing with it now? What? Memeing it. They're memeing the video, and they're, like, taking shots, and it looks like a first-person shooter. And there's one where he's like right on the door at the door of the uh, mosque, and it says at the bottom, "Stealth is optional in this game, in this part of the game." <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. 
that kind of shit is funny. It is funny, but it's just fucked up. It is, and that well, you got to learn to deal with the fucked up part of yourself because it's there. I think I I was talking to my mom. She does not want to believe the Michael Jackson stuff, and and I get that. But um, I was talking to her and I told her um, like it's it's horrible. But if you can disassociate and think about it, it's 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 funny. Like I didn't tell her the things that were described, but it's. You got to laugh about it or you'll fucking cry. Right. You know? What do they call that? Gallows humor. Yeah. I'm very good at that. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's what we grew up on. It's like we, any kind of, tra- any kind of traumatic thing, we would make a joke about it. Sure. And I remember somebody after the, uh, the day after the Challenger explosion. I just mean, even in our, like, personal lives, like, yeah. We have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. We make fun of dad or You're whatever. Right. Um, having a problem with mom. What was the Challenger one? Because I know those those are some good ones. Hey, what does NASA stand for? Need another seven astronauts. (laughs) Everybody got quiet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nobody wanted to laugh, even though it's really funny. It is. I mean, it's terrible. But I don't know. It's it's hard not to. You got to do something. Trying to think of the other ones. How did they know Chris McAuliffe had uh, had dandruff? They found her head and shoulders. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> what were Chris McCall's last words? What? Hey, what's this button do? <laughs> God. We're going to get so in trouble for all this. Why shit. does Michael Jackson only have one glove? The other one's up Jimmy Safechuck's ass. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Safechuck? Jimmy Safechuck and Wade Robson. Those are the two in the documentary. Hmm. It's a really good documentary, and if you're a real weirdo, you can crank to it. Yeah, I bet. You can crank to it if you're a real weirdo. I'm not saying I did or anything, but I definitely did. And <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, what are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> Lord Is have that mercy. salmon? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about good things. Um, I will, should, should we just go ahead into favorite things? Sure. Let's get right on the fucking road. You think I would just save, like, buy the song as much as I use it? Fucking piece of shit. I'm the one person. I look at the views. It's been at 69,000 views for an entire year. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on So we've worked all the way through. And it hasn't gone above 69,000. And they're just throwing ads on it to fuck with me. Tied up with strings. These are a few of my God, favorite things. I want to kill myself. That's not one of your favorite things. This is. We're mixing mixing uh, segments here. I got some umbrage over these ads. <laughs> sure did. Now, if there's an, whenever we do umbrage sake, if there's an ad on the Undertaker theme song, I'm going to hang myself from the ceiling fan, and it's going to come down on top of me, and hopefully that kills me because it's not strong enough to hold me. No, I'm the one that put it up. I know it's not. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, favorite things. Lifesavers candy. (laughs) (laughs) Sleeping all day. Oh, God. Mainlining Kratom in my BCs. Yep. (laughs) Not shitting your pants. (laughs) Not eating for two days because you're just too lazy to eat. I've never been that lazy. Now, let's really get in on that. No, no, no. Shut up. Keep doing that.
<laughs> Turn you back down now. <laughs> that was a S- ASMR video right there. Yeah. If you just uh, start folding paper napkins and uh, talk about licking stamps. Sorry, take take a little brush to the microphone. <sighs> this shit is so weird. Um, Sometimes whenever I'm shaving my toes, I sing, I'm a little teapot. Now watch me eat this banana. <laughs> Favorite things. Um, well, yeah, it's a uh, de- heavy hardcore depression sleeping. So, yeah, I just said, well, I don't feel like being awake, so I'll just go back to sleep. So I did everything in the in the in the world to try to make myself go back to sleep, and it worked. So. Yeah, sleeping's awesome because you don't have to deal with reality. anything. Yeah, yeah, you get to turn my phone off. It's the you perfect. Know. Do you have escape. bad dreams ever? Yeah, I had some horrible ones like past couple of days. So that sucks. Then when I have those, I don't want to go to sleep. I had one that I woke up. I don't mind. Woke up yelling like it was. I pr- I prefer the bad the bad dreams to reality. Well, uh, at least when the dream's over, you okay. know. It's, Robert Smith from The Cure. <laughs> no, but I just mean <laughs> it feels better. Me, my sleep self feels better. Yeah, sure. that's true. Then especially after you wake self. up, because there's you know what I mean. Even if it's a bad dream, you wake up and you're like, oh, that's not too bad, right? Even even if it's a scary dream and I'm stressed out, there's no pain. It's not. I don't actually feel pain. If I was feeling pain, it would wake me up. Yeah, like physical pain is not a part of my dreams. Hmm. Mine are. So they sometimes follow a a pattern. Everything's always dystopian, and it's always in some kind of horrible future. And then I have to save people. Oh, and, there's and so I, much I, in that. I either, I either fail or I succeed, you know. There's so much in that. I know. <laughs> that somebody could dig into. I know. It's all, I'm, I, I'm smart enough and, and perceptive enough and have read enough to know that my deep you have a uh, deep-seated psychological issue. You have like a little bit of a savior complex. Sure. Well, not I wouldn't call it a savior complex because people that have savior complexes, they'll ruin things for other people so they can be the ones that save them. So I wouldn't say you have that. No. And they want the glory for it. Right. Well, they, they am, there's different Yeah, I guess there's levels. Of, yeah, different types. There's levels to this game, I suppose. Well, I mean, I, I do have to feel like I'm... That's one thing. I have to feel like, in, in some ways, and this isn't a horrible thing for me to say, but it's something that I, I've realized. I feel like I have to be better than other people, like morally. And that's, I, I hate that because then you're just trying to feel superior to someone, but I never feel good. It's actually someone, an you know? immoral position to have. Sure, it is. It's to be a moralistic, <laughs> imperialist. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I, I can't help it, you know? Like, that's one of the only things that gets me through. Well, at least I'm not that person, you know. I mean, who's a terrible person who does awful shit, you know? Well, that's that's not a bad thing, though. I mean, comparing yourself to other people can be unhealthy, but you know, saying, "Oh, at least I'm not that person," I'm, like, for, helps your perspective. I you may know? be a piece of shit, but I'm not Timothy McVeigh, <laughs> or, or or people who have no conscience about things, or, or you know I'm not I mean? a cop. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What? Oh, what? We like cops now? Fuck you. <laughs> well, I don't dislike them on you know, general principle. Yeah, but on, a, on a personal basis, but I think their job is abhorrent. Well, it is being. And I just used abhorrent. Suck it. I might have used it wrong, though. No, you used it right. Okie doke. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I just. <clears throat> And that's one of the things that keeps me going and, make, and makes me feel 
And I've done that since I've been sober. Like, because when I was sober, when I wasn't sober, I was such a bad person in so many ways. So an air of superiority is your new drug. That's your anti-drug. I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong moral superiority. At least you're not hurting people. Moral superiority. Yeah, at least you're not hurting people. Well, at least I'm aware of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking about it. I'm like, wait, this isn't, you know, <clears throat> and that's something I'm going to have to deal with, you know, that I'm going to have to make myself not feel that. But... Well, I, I think it could almost it, that one can kind of be it's kind of victimless. You're not really hurting anybody. You're, uh, but it might not be a good thing. John, your thoughts? I mean, um, break it down. Yeah, I think I think my, it's just a mindfulness thing that you could exercise. You know, I, th- I do think being mindful is helpful to most people. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Some people are just. More shallow, I guess. They don't need to think deeply about things, and they can, they're just happy and decent people. Well, but for those of us that uh, have things to work on, uh, you know, you're just increasing your mindfulness and your self awareness, which is it's good, but it's also good, good. also painful because those were mm-hmm. that, was, that was a giant crutch I was leaning on. Personal personal growth is painful. Mm-hmm. That's it's what, not. This isn't pleasant. Like it's ironic. The, the two days the day, the day I started feeling bad, I went to Fayetteville and we me and Chelsea, my friend Chelsea, went out and had hung out. And our friend, our friend Chelsea. Yeah, we went out and got something to eat, and you know, and uh, just played basketball. <laughs> No, uh, you fucked around and got a triple double. <laughs> we just went and saw uh, the uh, class six or whatever it was out there, like that whole complex and all that stuff. And you know, is that it, where they're having the festival that uh, Tyler Childers is playing at? I don't know. Some of my friends are coming down. From my, my old roommates are coming down. They want me to come. I don't know. Get in a cabin. I might have to drink. Uh, I don't know if they're that good friends. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> no, but uh, it was just a really great day and then it just turned bad so well you should the only thing you gotta do is just try to be a uh, better tomorrow than you were today well that's not <laughs> i mean it's not gonna be this has been jerry's final thought <laughs> all you have to do is go to sleep and escape <laughs> right now and then hope it goes away later and then eat some pizza yeah, or a burger never, or something you know i didn't even work out Past two days, I didn't, you know. The more time that passes after something shitty happens, the easier it is to forget about it. Time really does heal all wounds. Time's the shit. Unless you're Jimmy Safechuck and Wade Robson. (laughs) Yeah, ain't nothing healing that shit. No. So, favorite things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that was kind of a joking, like the the sleeping all day thing. It's not not a, a favorite thing at all, but there are moments of it where you can overcome the... I don't even know how to describe the feelings what you're what you're feeling when you're in that. I feel like almost like I'm hot and I'm sweating but I'm freezing at the same time. Yeah. Um, so maybe a flu-like symptom, something like that. It's you start to panic and then you rationalize yourself down. And then you start to panic again. Are you talking about a dream state? No, I'm talking about a waking state. Oh. Just burped right into the microphone, didn't I? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but actual favorite? The, did you read anything? Did you do anything? <laughs> did you did you uh, have a, did you have a good wank? Like 
<laughs> hey, let's get off that. <laughs> um, Did you fuck the couch or something? No, like, uh, like when okay, you were 13? Uh, a, favorite thing, a favorite thing was like the, the head shop they have up there at uh, uh, but, uh, Fayetteville, Googly Moogly. That place is awesome. I love it. It had all kinds of cool shit in it. There's a location in, in Oak Hill as well. Is there? Mm-hmm. On Main Street. Do they have Kratom? They don't. I even asked her about it. And she said we're not. We don't know everything about it, so we're not gonna. That's smart. Try it. And I was like, yeah, that's a good. Uh, good way to look at it. Yeah. But, like to know everything about marijuana and and CBD bowls. oils and that's. I mean, that stuff's pretty harmless. There are, are actual risks with kratom if you're a dipshit. Like what? Well, I mean, you can't. Um, you can't. You can't. Know. It's just. I mean, there's risks with marijuana if you're a dipshit. So, well, sure. I mean. Six one way half dozen the other, I suppose. If I'm using that correctly, I don't think I am. It's. I mean, if you if you start using tremendous amounts of it and become dependent on it, it's going to cost such, you. Such that if you don't use it, like you get a serious hangover. That's an addiction, right? Just well, like alcoholism or anything else, it has the potential to be damaging. When I go back and forth with that, like on on some days when I'm not feeling when I'm feeling depressed, I take a lot of it. You know what I mean? Just so I can deal. And then when I go back to work or something, I have to deal with the come down. Kind of like you just don't feel as good, you know what I mean? And you your emotions are kind of all over the place for a minute, and then but you're fine. I mean, it doesn't impair you or anything. It just makes you feel not so hot. You know, it's so. not like coming off of benzos. No, or no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> there's a, there, there's barely even any physical reaction. Like you might get a little bit of a, a stomach ache or something like that. That's about know. all I've ever had. Maybe a, a little headache or something. Yeah, maybe a little pissy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Memory. Definitely. There's definitely emotional, you know, uh, parts to it. But um, yeah, um, that's everything I've read about. The only thing that happens if you take too much of it at once, you just vomit. Yeah. Which that's what isn't saying. terrible. That's what I was saying to uh, Levi. He's, he's like, yeah, it's impossible to overdose because you will vomit long before. Well, and it's you get enough in you to. It, they're so high in alkaloids <clears throat> too that you could like get alkaloid poisoning. Really, you could get poison from it. Yeah. Hmm. Which isn't going to like kill you, but it's very toxic for you. Shit, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, it's like the it's probably like the thing with uh, marijuana. Like they just set like a number. Like you'd have to smoke fifteen hundred pounds at one time for, well, to, they, to kill you. They say, yeah, they say. Um, what is it that they always say? It's dangerous because of the alkaloids. Like sometimes people will say that about eating like like yard greens, like mm-hmm. dandelions and stuff out of your yard. They're, they're high in alkaloids. It's like yeah, but one one fucking beer, one glass of wine has like. A gallon of daffodils yeah. worth of, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. have to eat an absurd amount of it to even compare it to things that you. T- Can you imagine take how heavy a jug, like a, a gallon jug of daffodil, would be? It'd be heavier than milk, right? Like a gallon of milk. I guess if you'd have to stuff it, because you, yeah, you stuff it. That's what I would. I would stuff it until it was absolutely full. You could like a bale of yeah daffodil. Yeah, a bale green, of daffodil. Green daffodil hay. Was was daffodil in the yard salad that you brought us that one time? Not daffodil. Were you here for the yard salad? Not daffodil. Dandelion. Yeah, dandelion. Um, yeah. There probably would have been dandelion. In he it. brought yard salad once. He just went out and picked a bunch of shit out of his out of his yard, and he brought and it was fucking good. Sure. He just grabbed handfuls of it. And Some of it's a little more bitter than what you buy at the store, but that's because it's got shit in it. Right. And it's real. <laughs> it's actually got yeah. minerals and nutrients yeah. in it. That tastes bad. It's not empty. But you just, if you don't like that shit, you just catch up it up. Put your dressing on Ranch Pick pick your poison Deep fry it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Get that shit in there Uh, So uh, what was your favorite thing again? (laughs) No it was uh, I actually had 
Oh, the day with the yeah, yeah with, with the, the, yeah, the Chelsea the, Welsey. But then yeah. it turned bad. But then it turned bad. So it's also it also tough. Well, it was yeah. I mean, it was it was like a was most of the day good. Did you kill yes. a drifter? Just okay, to get most an of the erection? day was good. <laughs> most of the day was good. Yes, good. It was uh, it was really nice out. Was uh, it that Wednesday or Thursday when it was super duper nice? Yes, it was a nice day. It was Thursday. Outside. It was like it was Thursday. 70s. So it was crazy. It was nice to work outside that day. Yeah, and I, and, and it made out. me think that maybe I cut holes in my work shirt so my nipples could shine. Neat. Yeah. Um, it makes me think that uh, that I should start when it, when the weather goes, does get good because it actually relieved my depression. Like, oh, you need sunlight for sure. Yeah, and I take my shirt off as soon as it's warm enough. I'll go just take my shirt off and just. Now I've sit. seen. Pictures of you, you posted this week with a sledgehammer. Mm. Have you been breaking rocks in the hot sun? I have not. I've been, uh, I swung at a tire because it's hard to find a place. A good place where there's yeah. some nice rocks to bust up. Yeah. yeah. You might and have you to hike a little bit for that. Right. And I, I will do that, but it was, you wear, know, kind of glasses when you do that. Please. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah. You get chunks of granite <laughs> flying at you, you lose an eye. Yeah. So I've seen, uh, Back when I used to work in a shop, people would just they we had wire wheels, and they would just be grinding without a fucking not not grinding using just a wire wheel, and those little wires pop off everywhere, and yeah. not not wearing I had them sticking in my face before, yeah. but they wouldn't wear their fucking safety glasses. I'm like, I don't know, man. There's there are reasons why they make you do that. Yeah, like it's a rule to work here. But I've, I've seen people grinding like with big grinding wheels, <laughs> sparks flying everywhere. It looks like you're in an '80s music video. I. I never got that. One. I People swung a just, I swung a, a hammer at, uh, at at a spike when I was working on the railroad. It had a rock underneath. I didn't know. Rock exploded. Almost hit me. It caught me right here. It caught me real good. You know. Was, uh, mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people. You know how um, a hammerhead is hardened. I've seen people take a ball peen hammer and put it on something that they wanted to drive down further and take a, like a two pound sledgy and use it to hit the fucking ball peen. And those are hardened. And whenever hardened metal hits hardened metal, oftentimes they explode. Right. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I would, I would never do that. <laughs> but they did it all the time. Anyway, if I had a hammer, Peter Paul and Mary, thank you. No, but I went to I went to the hardware store and bought a twenty pound hammer. Twenty pound—that's a big fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, it's a big sledgehammer. I was doing three sets of ten on each arm, and was really, you know, I, like I do. I, I, I'll go a few days and just be all about it and hardcore and stuff, and then I'll just fall off. And I don't understand why that is. Like with the hammer thing, you mean? Well, with everything, like, I do the same thing. You know, like I was eating good and. Eating enough and you know all kinds of stuff, and then just don't eat any, even eat at all. You know, yeah, you don't, you, you can't maintain the the interest, right? I mean, well, it's it's not the interest; it's that the fact that the, the depression will will come back, and sometimes it's just very subtle how it will start to somebody seep back in. Some, a part of you tells yourself that you don't deserve to be healthy, so you got to stop doing that. I don't thing. even know if that's true. I I just think it's, I don't know. I don't know either. I just said. Well, that. I mean, but it's. It's, it does happen. People, that, that, I mean, it's, just, valid. it's a classic self-sabotager sure. thing. A lot of us have done that. I mean, and I'm sure there's most no, people do that to some degree. I'm sure there's no element of, of that in it. But mine's just like, you know, sometimes it's hard to get out of bed because I'm just like, well, I'll just, you know, I'll procrastinate and then I'll start to hate myself. 
And I started actually looking at it. The, one of the reasons I was starting to be more successful is I was looking at it as things I'd accomplished as opposed to things I hadn't. You know what I mean? Like if you have a, your life's an endless to do list, and if you're gonna if you're always gonna fail it, you're always gonna be depressed. So just get up and do the things that you try to do. Everything that you wanted to do, but list them as accomplishments as opposed list what you did do as opposed to what you didn't do. You know, so right, uh, and that was actually working quite well. And yeah, make a list <clears throat> of all the things you got done today instead of the list of things to do tomorrow. Right. So you're like getting a reward instead of a, a punishment. Right, exactly. It's like a carrot instead of a stick. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was working. Like I was feeling really good, and you know, I, I get that thing where it's almost manic, but then manic is not pleasant. But when you really start to feel good and you start casting off the bad feelings, you get this mania that's that's a really good thing. So, you know. Well, maybe what's uh, happening is you're getting the final depression bout in before the weather breaks and everything's awesome all the time for six months or so. Well, that's the thing. I, I, all I have to do is what happens is I have to go to work today. And once I get through this work day, when actually work is a refuge for me because I don't have to think about anything except doing my job. You know what I mean? So, I kind of like work like that, too. Yeah. Because there's... And I don't have, especially when I actually like being busy. Yeah. Like I'll be on, I I now hold a furnace. So, you know, I know exactly. Very strong. He can hold the furnace all by himself. (laughs) I know where I'm going and um, I know exactly what it's going to entail. And I'm good. I'm good. starting to get really good at working this furnace. So, you know, and and I'll, you know, just kind of space out and, and, and just lose myself in stoking and doing my job. When you're doing that, do you find yourself uh, coming up with like ideas for sometimes? Things? Yeah. That's, um, that's when I, when I come up with ideas for songs or whatever I do, my weird things that I, multiple things that I do. Um, sometimes your brain needs to be occupied with a certain kind of task to open up the door to another kind of thinking. Like something that you can do without even thinking about it. Like my job, I can pretty much do without, uh, yeah, you're a lot of thought. I just have to be aware, right? Of but, and, anybody. but that actually frees your brain yeah, up because normally brain. your thoughts are racing. See, and if you have to focus on something, it actually gives you more RAM, right? More more space to uh, explore, you know, because you're not using all the parts of your brain that when you're at rest, you're constantly thinking about shit. Mm-hmm. You're not using that stuff because you're just focused on the dummy task. And yeah, that, I that, find myself whistling. I know that has to be annoying to anybody around me, but I'm, I'm by myself most of the time. But I'll whistle like melodies and stuff, and I'll end up coming home and trying to write a song out of it or doing something like that. I'm enjoying doing that again as opposed to my last job where I, uh, there was no um, tediousness Mm-mm. to the job because you, you were there at one spot for five minutes, then you have to drive. And I can't really zone out when I'm driving, especially if I'm not super familiar with the road All right. and or an interstate or anything like that, so... I'm glad to be able to space zone out at a job again. And, you know, driving forklifts is fun. Yeah, I, I like. <laughs> I actually like driving the Stoker. I mean, I've I've gotten. You know, we had, carbons were super low the other day, super short. And when you first start, man, that is the most nerve wracking. You know, thing. Now you know the angle so well that's almost unconscious. Like, I, you know, I, I, I of course, mindful what I'm doing because I'm one of the few people. I've only hit one pipe the entire time I've been there. And I was the last one of our group to hit it. I was there nine months before I hit a pipe. So, so, so like when you stoke the furnace, there's like shit going on inside of it. There's pipes. There's all this stuff. Well, it's a, they're on top of like it's it's a water. So, you know, I don't I don't know if I I'm allowed to go into it. Yeah, but you, you don't have to. 
But I'm like, just saying, there's it, obstacles with what you do. Sure, like you could hit something, and you know, and I mean, but it's a lot of safety protocols, so it's 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 fairly safe. But you know, it's uh, you know, there are obstacles, and as the things get shorter, it gets a little bit more. You know, it takes a little bit more mindfulness. And man, when you first start, it's scary because you don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen all the time, you know, so. But you've gotten to where you can do it yeah, almost effortlessly. Yeah, I don't even really think about it. It's fucking dope. I like getting to that point with almost anything. Like um, when I played music a lot at the Chimney Corner Cafe, I'd play four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. And I got to where I could play three hours without even thinking about it. And I even got to, um, it was I won't say mostly my own songs, but it was a lot of my own songs. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to come up with three hours. And you're playing <laughs> of my own. Your playing gets better. Your timing gets yeah, better. Yeah, I ended up being pretty pretty good. You're forming all those uh, uh, neurological neural pathways. Yeah, neural pathways. Yeah, new that neural pathways. That's. I think that's the key to happiness is always to keep trying to forming forming new neural pathways. And that's one of the things I, I committed myself. I'd, I'd fall back. I fell back into what I said I wasn't going to do anymore, and I was I was doing really well. Where I would see something new or try something new or what you know every day, and I just didn't. Like I was just like I don't want to. I would put on something I've seen a hundred times before. Well, you were just saying sleep. You, you were saying said. before about how you you like kind of disappointed because you'll like be gung ho about something and do real well at it for three days and then it tapers off. But what? Why is that a bad thing? At least you did it for three days. Well, some people and, don't and, do anything ever, and that's a really good point. Like, if you uh, take an aggregate of of how what I do as opposed to what I don't do, the days I don't do are far less, and the, the are far less, and the you know, experience so. that you gain from those little bouts of right, like trying to form a habit, right. And there are things that I've gone through this past time that I'm not doing again, and there, and there are things that I'm, you know, what I mean, like so it gets know, a little bit better every time. Sure, I mean and. I know what I got to go work this evening and then I get off and then I got a regular day of work tomorrow. But then on Monday or something or Sunday night, I go, uh, I, I work a 16 hour. Like I have to go in at four and I don't get off till eight o'clock the next day. So, um, and I'm starting to pick up overtime for me is a good thing. Like being off work sometimes is not a good thing because it doesn't help me with my, uh, structure, especially so. you're you're off work whenever everybody else is on work. Right? Sure, usually it's hard for us to to hang out, right? Because when you're off, I'm on, and we have completely opposite schedules. Yeah, it's it's uh, it can be rough, but uh, like I said, I got you know a couple overtime shifts this week. It's going to be good. I just uh, I just got to get through this day, which is so the the it's doing, never doing pleasant. The, doing the podcast is the worst part of your day. No, <laughs> it's actually it's actually helps me get out and and feel better. Like you know, I would I would have literally laid on that couch until three o'clock and got up and got my shit together and gone out to work. That's what I would have done. So yeah, that's that's okay to do sometimes too. Well, I mean, but when you've done it for an entire day beforehand, you know what I mean. I, and literally, that well, is no bullshit. That's an entire day I did that and night. Well, it just so. starts to be a diminishing return on your time investment because the, the sleep no longer feels good or the rest right. no longer feels restful. It actually feels bad. It actually makes you tired. That's kind of what yeah, I went yeah. through. This, I went to bed at like 1230 last night and straight to sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, which was amazing on a Friday. But uh, at 630, I look, and I look at the clock and I mean, I can sleep for another hour and a half. But no, I couldn't go back to sleep, so I took off my beautiful, sexy CPAP mask and went and took a shower and went to my mom's house. Yeah. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing here at 8 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I was like, this is my home. Well- You shut your mouth, woman. 
You know what I've thought about doing, and I actually think it's a very good idea for me, is uh, go back to meetings. This is your meeting. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Start going back to AA? Well, great. Awesome. I mean, um, a lot of people find it therapeutic for things that aren't even alcohol related. Well, right? it's all, it's all, yeah. I mean, it's, alcohol is just a symptom of our problem, you know, of, of people who go there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, to go back and to unburden yourself. Another thing you do is just start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great for everybody concerned. <laughs> maybe just, maybe just. You guys got like a two, bit. two o'clock fucking two o'clock in the morning visits. Hey, can I Hi. drink? <laughs> Wake up. You guys like starting fights with people that <laughs> didn't do anything? Yeah. <laughs> Rubbing the streets with a machete in one hand and a baseball bat in the other. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing nothing but a grin. <laughs> Because you're naked. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I <laughs> meetings, as we've talked about before, are the most raw humanity you're going to see, and it's a bunch of people. Like I could go in there and share my problems now, and there would be nothing compared to what some people have gone through. You know what I mean? Are the uh, you remember Fight Club, the the movie and mm-hmm. the book? Are the scenes where he's in those meetings? Close to what it's kind of like. Well, those those aren't necessarily AA meetings. AA meetings are. He went like, to all meetings. Right, though. right. But AA meetings. Okay, here's the difference with AA meetings. AA, I don't even know how they're different. I just know that they work better for some reason. People and even some doctors can't under, can't explain. They said that alcoholism and, and and addiction is a lifelong thing. You will never shake it. The uh, but the uh, guy that invented the system. I forget his was name. on LSD. He was a big it was, LSD it was, uh, Bill. Friend, that's that's one of the uh, Bill Withers. <laughs> I can't remember his 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 last name, but that's a that's a, a code. If you're like, are you a friend of Bill? You know, I'm, it's not yeah. it's not secret that what I'm saying. You know, are you still a friend of Bill? No, you haven't visited him in a while. No, I haven't. Uh, I've actually I actually really need to go. Well, let's go, or you go. I don't want to go. I mean, I'd go. What day? I would say I, I got to look. Charleston, the meetings are usually on Saturdays um, at like twelve. Not have anything close. I've been. There's a couple meetings around here that ain't worth. It. Here's the thing: you have to find a good meeting. Yeah, it's, like, went, it's like a church. I mean, you can't basically go to yes, any church, right? And it, and it's it's the vibe and stuff. So you go to some meetings and there are people who just aren't drinking or aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's not sober. That's being dry and dry and sober are two completely different animals. You know, I'm dry right now. I'm not sober. I mean, and I haven't drank anything or done anything like that or even, even other than, you know, why? And the distinction is, is that you're still doing addictive things. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm still in the addictive mindset. Right. So if I could go to talk to people and, and, you know, get it out and feel like I'm yeah. tackling it, and then I would feel better. You're, you're like getting sympathy, like real sympathy from other sure. people that yeah, know sure. what you're feeling, and and fellowship. You're like, yeah, I've been yeah. there, and they hug you, and they yeah. literally hug you. So it's yeah, it's important. A lot of people don't get Should enough. Should we start hugging you when you come in? <laughs> no, that I'll, would be weird for. I us. will. I don't care. <laughs> A lot of people aren't getting what they need in that department, you know, and that's what that's what the fight that's what MMA is for me, man. It's like sure, I, these mean, guys, I just go pay my membership and fight these dudes, and they treat me like a bro, you know. Yeah. it's like I really like, like to start doing that. It's like a, just a really good form of like fellowship, you know what I mean? And I feel I'm like sober. I, 
and I um you know and I feel like I've got um you know not that I would ever you know get into like a beef with somebody but I'd be like you know these guys are my friends right you, right. you really want to have this outsider <laughs> right, shit right. you want to try yeah that's a good thing you know what I mean it just gives you a sense of like uh, having a tribe. Well, it's a pack mentality. A tribe, right. yeah, yeah. A tribe. But then you also have your uh, barbarian friends, me and Chuck, who yeah. uh, aren't necessarily skilled at anything fight wise. No. <laughs> we can <laughs> throw hammers. <laughs> we, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got about fifteen good seconds. Exactly. <laughs> if this if this group doesn't uh, doesn't help me face this bully, then these two guys will. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on who's closer. Yeah. And God forbid if we're equ- equidistant, we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny <first time> anybody <coughs> said equidistant on equidistant. the podcast. So yeah, we just we put. So I'll be in the middle, and I'll be throwing kicks. Um, you you throw you throw a left hand. You're both lefties. Oh yeah, left. They never see it coming say. either. Especially if they don't know how to fight. Nobody ever sees a left. I was going to try to strategize. I was going to put the right-handed person on the right wing. I don't. I throw a good right jab, but I, I got a good right it. hook and the right cross. But yeah. my, my left hook is. It's pretty I mean, devastating. It puts motherfuckers to sleep. It does. It breaks teeth and noses and orbital bones. <laughs> I don't think I've... I might have done that. I don't know. That dude I tuned up down Charles. So. Oh, I love tuned up. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't go hang out with him at the hospital later? <laughs> see, see what you did? I w- he was he was so like beat up and so much blood and and big knots on his head that I was checking to see if somebody had gotten killed in, in uh, the paper. Ooh. That was scary. Oh yeah, I was like, because I really, I fucked that guy up. And what, what did he deserve it? Yeah. Okay. He okay. swung and almost hit my wife. Well. <laughs> and then the second driver. time, maybe he didn't because she hit the side of his car and told him to get out of here. And then he said something to her. I said, "Well, you're not going to talk to my wife that way." And I did it to him again. So. Did you hit him with a series of Muay Thai knees? <laughs> no, I hit him with more like uh, completely unskilled bulldogging. Fucking, yeah, fucking just using superior strength to pick him up and carry him across the fucking parking lot. Because they literally said his feet were going like, like off the, off the concrete. It was like, what's the noise where the, in the cartoons where they're trying to take off? Yeah, it sounded like, and then, uh, it, so, and uh, more than one person said, man, we didn't think he could move so fast. Like, because I was wearing a blue shirt. They said all they saw was a blue blur, and then the guy got hit. You know, and then I was just fucking hitting him and, and carrying him at the same time. You know what I mean? Everybody's <laughs> like, because I'm not, I'm not a badass. I'm not a, I don't, I would rather not fight. I would really rather not fight. But I do think I am one of those people, and people always say this, and it's so ad nauseum, but it's people you shouldn't mess with. When I get to a certain point, I am one of those people. Like, I'm, it's hard to hurt me, you know, and especially if I've got all the adrenaline going and, you know, and how strong I am. You know, if you're skilled, you're going to fuck me up. There's no way I'm getting around that. But if it's just two guys... Just make sure they don't have cauliflower ears whenever you're yeah, going in. Oh, I don't want to fuck that guy. You know, but... And then um, you never know. They might wear headgear when they roll, so... That's why Dan Severn doesn't have cauliflower ears. He explained it to me ad nauseum when I met him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what we got here. Well, I'll tell you, Dutch, if you wear your your headgear there. Is that what he sounded like? Yeah. That's awesome. Minnesota. Yeah. Don't you know? He sounded like Bobby Generic's mom. Yeah. (laughs) You remember? Uh, Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Fish don't stink. (laughs) It is 116. Okay. John, favorite things? Mm. 
Breaking your toe? Broken toes. <laughs> and then, like, twisting it and breaking it. <laughs> twisting it and breaking it. And then continuing to spar, and then it getting twisted again. Did you see, actually, I, actually, I... I I really admire you for that. Like that's a that's a tough thing to do. And then you know, what I mean, that's no bullshit. That really is a. Really I did that. Tough thing I did that do. three days this week. I'm sparring with fucking Taz, Chris fucking McKinney, pro MMA. He's a fucking monster. Who, is he's he a the, little piece of shit? Like he he'll hit you hard. He he's care. got a fight coming up two week next week. Next weekend. Um, this weekend, according. Uh, but there wasn't this comes out. there wasn't anybody. And yesterday, uh, nobody else showed up to spar. Or it was like I don't know what was going on, but um, and I had like already like kind of started chilling out for the day, had a couple of drinks or whatever, and Chris messaged me. He's like, "Hey, man, well, you want to show?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll see you on Monday." And he's like, "Boo, you gotta come and you know and kind of go to me into Get to the, yeah. <laughs> And I showed up, you know, with, you know, with a little buzz on and did you know, like you know, I don't know how many rounds and then did a bunch of mitt work and stuff too. Just got fucking blasted my fucking lungs out. I would, and, yeah. But, and, but yeah, he, and that was after, so Monday, I was, I was sore from Monday. I was sore from Wednesday. I broke my toe on Wednesday, continued sparring. Uh, I got hit with some shots. Like Did you feel me. like Chell Sonnen or not Chell, John Jones? I got, Chell I got my, my orbital, like kind of, it's kind of bruised. Like if I poke it, it's sore. Oh, my Lord. nose is sore. Yeah. I got my mouth bloody. My mouthpiece was full of blood. That's neat. I got, awesome. I got a cut on the inside of my mouth. My jaw got rocked. You know when your jaw gets kind of rocked and your your teeth don't quite fit together. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't yeah. quite chew your food fast. You have that to chew slowly. Most of my life during football. And uh, yeah, but, and I, I still too. showed up and sparred with this this mean little motherfucker. Who's that dude? I saw he, a he, he, dude in the pictures built almost like me. Uh, well, he's like he's more like Dutch. He's he's he, because of the way the picture was looked. He's like six three or six four. Oh, okay, but yeah, he he's a that's Jared. He's a gym owner. He's a black belt. He's a monster. Yeah. I'm not, he's bigger than taller than me. I probably weigh more than him. He's two eighty. Big old fat fat. Or he's he might be losing weight because he's doing he's doing the keto thing. But um, no, these guys are monsters. And and like Chris, like he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't spar. He doesn't light. He spar. gives you no quarter. Yeah, he'll start off light sparring so you feel safe, and then next thing you know, he starts you know because he's trying to train to, dropping you know, the hammers. He up. doesn't know how to turn. He only turns up. Right. And then he, yeah, I think he landed 37 out of 37 takedowns on me. <laughs> like, I just can't do anything. Even, even when I sprawl correctly, he still turns the he angle. Through, He'll yeah. turn the angle and jujitsu me. Once it's on the ground, it's like I got nothing for him. But on the feet, I can work him. Mm-hmm. We can trade. Uh, and definitely, yeah, my boxing is getting a lot better. My, my shoulders are... In pretty good shape. That one part of my body is in shape. <laughs> well, that's a, that's an important one. Right? Well, that's what I was th- uh, swinging the sledgehammer makes give you a, a lot of power. Like when you're with your overhand punches. Oh so yeah, it works your back. Yeah, and your shoulder. Like like I when I got done, I walked out and I had the hammer slung over my fucking shoulder, and I have never felt more fucking masculine. <laughs> my, well, no, that's that's bullshit because when I worked uh, for Trackspec, when you can pick a fucking railroad tie up and put it on your shoulders and walk up the tracks with it, there's Far few there's there are not many more things in life that can make you feel more masculine than that. Like that was I was felt pretty good about that. Um, I don't blame you. It's a pretty good thing to feel good about. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it broke me down. Like I have back problems now for the rest of my life. But, ah, you'll be fine. Eh. I got some exercises you can do for old DDP yoga, baby. Yeah, we need. I really need. I've I broken my right hand three times and I no longer functions properly. I can't open it all the way. Damn. I can open this like that. This is as far as I can. It's, is it's it nerves? Clock. Your nerves? No, these these knuckles are all smashed. Oh, like they're literally it, it, it stops moving. 
because my knuckles are all smashed in, except for this one. Are push-ups hard? I'm saving. Yeah, I'm saving. The, the hand. Yeah, it's, it is. I'm saving uh, this one for somebody special. Um, if you want to do push-ups, they have those. They have, <laughs> they have those grips that you can hold gonna, on. To. I got one more knuckle to break. Okay. <laughs> if you want to do push-ups, they have those grips that you can hold on to, or yeah. you can just go down on your knuckles. I can do it. It's fine. It's just uncomfortable. I don't like going on my knuckles yet. I'm still too heavy for that bullshit. And I, if I turn them out, I oh, can yeah. do them. That's a little better. I can do it either way. It just it just puts a little bit of pressure on my wrist. It's not. It's nothing to worry. But eventually, complain about. It um, if you keep doing it, it might stretch it back out. Cause I'm, I'm uh, getting to be kind of weirdly flexible in some areas. <laughs> especially <laughs> oh, for really? me. <laughs> especially for me, like it'll it won't be long till I'll be able to put my foot behind my head. I think. Hell yeah! Yeah. What's that? I can't do that. Um, are you getting coffee? He, he's getting kratom. Coffee and kratom. Yeah. Fix him right on. Um, they're related. They are same. Contrary to the to the the reefer madness misinformation about kratom, it is have not an opioid. Have you been seeing that shit? Oh, I just I mean I, I I catch a little bit of it. It shows up on the Google homepage for me. Oh, they they don't want people to know that there's a a c- competition for the opioid industry that's healthy and safe. Of course, they don't want people to know that shit. So. You know that that's billions of dollars. That that would lose them in one year if kratom got popular and people and people started saying what it really does, and it started becoming a thing. Do you imagine all the all the people that would get off opioids or cut back on their opioid use? Thank that, you, that's money. Yeah. That's what the that's what Afghanistan's all about. Mm-hmm. You preaching, girl? The fucking uh, poppy fields, baby. They uh. Well, yeah, we have soldiers guarding that. I remember. Uh, there's a clip that went around with Geraldo interviewing a soldier guarding their poppy fields where they harvest and then go and process it and make heroin. And the, the whole soldier's just like, this is their culture. This is what they do. I and just, then, what do you think? We don't put it on a plane and bring it back over here and distribute it to the poor white people. Oh, and then I'll go on a little political. Like well. the thing that bugs me is then people will say that, okay, so this is the state. It's the military industrial complex using its strong arm. Mm-hmm. To control this resource so that it can then be sold by big pharmaceutical companies. And people call that capitalism. Yeah, is it like not a, capitalism? That's no. crony capitalism, right? That's not that's not how capitalism works. The state's not involved in capital, oh, okay, yeah. capitalism. All right. Yeah, people keep uh, talking about like the bailouts that all these big corporations get as capitalism. It's not. No. They, they, those things should be allowed to die. And then yeah, because their business, business model didn't work. Like, uh, there's all these like uh, PayPal, uh, the Cash App, um, Venmo, and shit. Like, you can use use those as your bank account now. I use Venmo, and you can just transfer money to whoever you want. I think you can get a card mm-hmm. uh, for Venmo. I know you can get one for PayPal, and I think you can get one for the Cash App too. Oh. People are just using those as the bank accounts, and those aren't going to fail. No, because they're um, not big. There's no centralized hub. There's no lady that you got to go talk to to get a loan, and you got to right. cajole her and all that shit. It's it's just literally you put your paycheck in there, and then you fucking take it out. There might be fees or something, but I, I'm not sure. See, they were paying us uh, in a lot of places. They were we were not getting checks. We were getting a card. I would get a card with, with our with our money on it, and I was just like, something about I, if, that struck me. If you like, didn't yeah. get the card, that's a little it's a little company story. It, yeah, uh, you would have to. Um, what I did, they directly deposited into my real mm-hmm. bank account. But if I didn't do that, you just got a card, and I didn't like that right. at all because 
any unless there it has it's a deal where any ATM is free. Which I don't think it was. Oh, no, no, no. And they would charge extra for those fucking things. So every time I would do that, I have to pay $4. Yeah, so I... I, I got to pay $4 on my fucking paycheck getting dedu- getting taken out of my card? Fuck you. Shit was terrible. Yeah, that's the least favorite thing. Yeah, but they should... The capitalism would yeah. be letting letting those things die. Yeah. And then we move on to a better idea. Because there's already there's better ideas everywhere. Where it's just basically people, the free and voluntary exchange of goods and services. People decide how best to serve one another, and then the people who are looking for a service decide which person they will commission to do the service for them. So with this, it's though, just freedom. It's just human beings being human beings and doing what we do and trading. That's what capitalism right, is. Right, and I and I agree with that wholeheartedly. But what I'm saying is, with this, if that exists completely, then that, then we have no nation state. Correct. It, the purest form of capitalism, which is which is free market, mm-hmm. which is just a, a a conceptual idea, right? Um, yeah, there would be there would be no state involved, or at least not involved in the economy, right? But then, how do you? But this is the question I have: when you have mass marketed things, you know what I mean? How does that work when there's no state to help you? I mean, uh, I guess so like I get it when I'm sitting there, things. Well, or, I was getting, I was sitting there thinking about. I was like, wait a second, all I have to do is hire somebody to distribute distribute it for me, and I pay them. You know what I mean? I can see how that, that all works. Yeah, it just but be, it would be extremely chaotic. Well, it's like so, the um, it would be chaotic if you no, no if you flipped the switch and went from now to that, mm-hmm. it would take there would be a lot of bumps on the road because it would take people a while to figure out how to live without big daddy uh, big daddy government. Sure. Uh, fucking them up, up the ass over here and give them a handout over here. There's a few things that you would have to, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, adapt to, but it doesn't take that much creativity to come up with a solution. The most common one, the most common one is who's going to build the roads. And it's one that anarchists like to mock and make fun of people for saying, and it's right. not that stupid of a question. It really isn't. But, um, but, but it, it's also not, not very hard to figure out how uh, a private, how, how roads would work in any Without a state, it's really not that hard. It's just private property, and then someone maintains it, and then you know the people either pay for that service or that you do tolls or something like that, or it's a cooperative, or right. there's there's a million different ways. Well, I can sit here and rattle off ideas right, right. for days of how you could build roads without the goddamn well, government. They but I understand. But at the same time, and I'm sorry, I, this, okay. this is a question I have to advance with the government. With that, what you do get is something that's positive is uniformity. So, you know what I mean? That if you have no outside force imposing uniformity, I know that sounds terrible. The white line's always well, on the right side. There, there, was, yeah, there was this nation state that had really, really great uniformity um, back in the day. It was called Nazi Germany. <laughs> You're gonna throw that one out every time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally Hitler. Well, what you're I, literally Hitler. But I, but I, but here's but here's my argument for that. Uh, the Germans. And I've said this before, and I started listening to uh, Blue Purple Farm again. Again, I got through the first. They kept the trains running on time. That's what you. Oh, holy fuck! Did they ever? <laughs> I mean, down to how many train axles have to cross a fucking bridge at a certain point to do certain thing. You know what I mean? It's it's an exercise in higher math. Mm-hmm. So, to argue, and it worked, and it worked extremely well. To argue that 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 efficiency is not a good thing, I think sometimes it is a good thing. You're saying. You're just saying not not with Nazi Germany necessarily. I'm just, just having us having a centralized government uh, that can just more centralized power, so you can do certain things more efficiently. Like, no, like, like building interstates or something well, like that. Something like that, I guess, or, or airports or something. You know, something mm. that's like a, a big thing. You know, or I mean? like damming up rivers so the communities don't flood. Sure, you, you know, know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm saying I'm all for 
you know, I, I've I've drunk the Kool Aid that you guys have served me. I, I believe completely in, you know, like, yeah, I don't care what you have. It's your business. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's it's everybody's business is their business, and that's I think what the one of the biggest things behind libertarian, you know, is like that's my business and fuck off. You it's know? social so, liberty. Yeah, it's like be be a gay. You know, gun-toting, drug-using piece of shit. Just don't violate anyone's rights. Exactly. And people are like, well, you want people dying of overdoses? If that's what they so choose, yes. Let them die of overdoses. That's what they're choosing. They got to they gotta deal with that. I actually it's, think that will go down if, if it ever happens. What's that? Overdoses will go down. Well, here's I the think they probably well, would. You, you get rid of the state and get try. rid of the drug war, and the overdoses go down. Absolutely. Then people start using Kratom. They start using safe shit. They mm-hmm. start getting... Getting drugs for cheaper, and then they get pure, they no longer want the drugs. They get when they're pure cheap. drugs. They get pure when the drugs get, are cheap, they don't want them. We need to talk to Levi and get in on this kratom thing now. Like open a, a kratom place, you know, like a kratom like coffee a, shop, yeah, like, like some place up in Fayetteville. You know what I mean? Like they're, they, I mean, I've got a great job. I've got to, I can put this work and say I want a loan for a business. You know what I mean? I, I love this job and I would like to retire from it, but that's not all I want to do. You know, I would like to do something more, something better. And hell, I know as much about Kratom as anybody at this point. I mean, I, you are the Kratom sommelier. I mean, I, I know what certain ones are going to do. I don't, you know, I know where to get them. I know what I, I can even prescribe what you would need. Probably. Well, I feel kind of bad. And I'm tired. Here's a nice green. Take a little bit of it and do that. You know, or you can mix them together if you don't want it to be so intense. It's not that difficult. And if and if we, and that's one of the play, things I was so enamored with Fayetteville the other day it was unreal it was like a fucking pure beehive activity and energy you know what I mean like you have all these people with all these cool businesses and everything seems to be going quite well up there you know what I mean so you know you know how much fucking money is going through class six and all this I mean it's it's unreal that's I, they got say, hippie Disneyland up there are you talking that's what I'm saying I, I'm, I'm not talking saying about class six you're talking about um, River Runners no, you're talking about Five, Adventures on the Gorge. Yeah. That's the big one that bought Class 6. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. And talking about all these things making, I guarantee they have, without overhead, like like rides and all that shit, I guarantee they probably make as much money as Cedar Point does. Because once you take out all the other things that Cedar Point has to come out of their pocket for, sometimes they were barely breaking even. So, you know what I mean? If they didn't have a good season, they would talk about, man, this, is, this was bad for the park. We need, you know. A bad season for them is still making lots of fucking money. And they also you know? they're also operating in some form or fashion year round. Yes, they still have the bar. I think they have well, restaurants. Well, and what we need, and and again, I was thinking about man, Golly Bridge is ideally situated. Again, why can't they bring some of that energy down our way? Why can't we? Because people here, because the people here reject it. Why do they I, see? They rejected. Isn't that so stupid? Corner. They, they reject. They, yeah, they reject. They rejected Chimney Corner. Any change? Any change to the. You know the way that something that they perceive as a tradition, or the way that things are, they feel they feel so, very threatened by it. So poverty and and scratching a living out of nothing is is a tradition, and you're absolutely correct. It is. Yeah, people feel feel like that's proud, way proud, proud to be poor. Yes, There's, proud to fail. It's like a, we don't want those hippies in here. What those hippies are making all kinds of cool shit and making you all kinds of fucking money. It's like a uh, Charles Dickens thing. Like there's pride in it, and there's. Like he wrote, every story he wrote was like some sort of poverty thing, right? It was, but at the same time, I mean that was, that's a different. I, I get the mindset, but I was just up there, man. I'm like, I was just almost brought to tears at some point. I know that's hard, not hard for me because that's just why I am. You are a bit of a fancy boy. <laughs> He's a feeler, <laughs> but I, but I was just like, this is the most beautiful thing 
you know, going into that head shop and then seeing that restaurant down the street, the sacred sandwiches are bumping. Everybody's fucking in there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and every place up there is fucking doing well. You know, it's just it it made me feel really good. I was like, man, this is a nice, nice energy up here. I really feel felt good. That was my favorite thing. I mean, it just boils, it it's just boils just, down to um, there being people present. At least for some of the year, mm-hmm. who have money and for a location right there off the and there, interstate, and there are enough young people working for, for the working in the industries, yeah, to have a young young people vibe. Yeah, that's the best. I mean, but then you've got the old people that have the money and spend the money, right? And I think that the old people up that way are a little bit more open minded, I would think, than they are down here. I don't know why I get that impression. I mean, but it's I, a mixture. There's, there's, you know, there's a Fayetteville's got a mixture of different people. There's the like the uber liberal transplants, which is where most of the money comes from. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have a business that they, they lose money this time of year. Sure. They're just losing money from Christmas until now or whatever, until the season comes back. And they, you know, they pretty much think that, you, you know, they love the area because they love the outdoor adventure stuff and the beauty, all, all the things that are great about West Virginia geographically, natural beauty and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But they have sort of, a lot of them have sort of like a, you know, a resentment for the local culture and the local people, and and you know, so so there's a mixture, and then there's there's people that are that like like make up lies about secret sandwich society and say that they refuse or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And there are people like, no like hardcore kind of kind of you know dumb Trump supporter type people, and then there are uh, you know. There were people in between those people and the and the, the, the the Fayetteville transplant outdoor adventure people who 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 were really blend. who are really cool people by the way. I mean, you meet yeah. them they're they're usually not very friendly. You know, yeah. I've been to, I've been in one instance where it was less than friendly. That's when I went upstairs to uh, the Grove uh-huh. to to get Annie a T shirt, and they were kind of hipstery douchebaggy a little bit. I'm like, you're going to yeah. get that every yeah. Now I was then. just like. It's and a lot, fucking a lot, shirt, a lot of that yourself, is just you know I mean? is just maybe urban. You know, these people grew up in a in an area where everyone acts like that. I guess, like you got I me. Mean, you go to New York City, people sure. are just dicks. They seems like they're dicks. Yeah, well, but that's just how it is. But they're not. They're just they this, is, this is just their mannerism. Okay, yeah, like, I can see that then. Yes, I just, guess. But, you know, don't waste my time, buddy. Right, but they were. And then we went to another place, and you know, it is a vibe of people who aren't from here up there. You know what I mean? Like, but who want to be from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get those places like like Hawaii, where you have a bunch of white people who flock there, and they want to be not locals. They want to be, you know, they just don't want all the local shit that goes with it. You know, yeah. I mean? well, I was the poverty and the. I, this actually ties into my week a little bit. Like I was sitting at the, um at the station at the bar. I really need as, to, I, as, as you want to as do I, as I frequently do. And it's a good uh, restaurant. And uh, you know, you just meet cool people in there. You get into good conversations. The bartenders are real nice. You know, mm-hmm. I like the people there. I like the owners. My dad goes there a lot. Yeah, I, I, I talked to your dad mm-hmm. there a lot. Um, your dad's out there scamming on chicks. <laughs> but um, there was this old, old elderly lady, you know, at the bar. It's like trying to leave, but like continuing to continuously talking. Mm-hmm. She had the problem where she couldn't leave because she had to keep talking. All right. And she was saying, "Oh yeah, you're one of those people, like the new bartender guy." He's like, "One of those people," and, and I automatically knew what she meant. All right. And they're like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "They don't get it." It's like, it's like you're a water stoner. She called. Me. <laughs> I got to tell you, that's like, pretty that's, fucking good. That's pretty. That's pretty good, right there. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's so true. It's like, and the guy was like, yeah, "So you're into like, you're into rock climbing?" He's like, "Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did do some rock climbing." It's like, and you're a transplant. You're not from. Yeah, I would love to do some rock climbing. Outdoor adventure, uh, transplant, usually liberal or leftist. Mm-hmm. That's that's the 
one of those people. That's what that means. And they were like, it's like, John, you're one of those people. And I was like, no, I am not. <laughs> you just disguise yourself. It's like, yeah. I, I was like, I, it's like, I get along with it. Like I, I'm friends with a lot of those people, but I'm, I got that redneck blood. You don't know. You don't know where I'm from. I went to Fayette County Public Schools. <laughs> and not yeah, even like, on the plateau. We shot carp. Yeah, no we shit. shot carp with bows for fun. You don't fucking, you know, you don't know. <laughs> it's like there's a saying in jiu-jitsu, if you don't roll, you don't know. Right. I kind of feel like that towards it. It's like, you guys, you know. Well, there's, but I think we should, okay. One thing we should start doing is this summer, spring and summer, is we should start going and doing shit. Because you're like me in a lot of ways. You're a around-the-house kind of guy. Yeah, like I tried to get you to go to the Andy thing last night. Yeah, I was it, extremely relieved whenever you didn't want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can tell the way you didn't press the issue. Ah. It's, like, it's more like, it's like, it's like, Chuck, do you want to pressure me to go do something? Because if you don't, I really don't want to. Uh, don't get me wrong. Let's hope I, depression. I, I, yes, he's depressed. He <laughs> of, of course, I, I I would love to go watch Andy perform his comedy, and there was like four or five other acts. It would have been great. I'm sure it was a fun time. But also, I kind of want to sit around here and, and watch uh, three episodes of the Joe Rogan not podcast. Spend, <laughs> not spend two extra hours every day in a goddamn car. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but going up to Fayetteville, I, I think I'm going to start going up there often. Like, I'm going to go up there and start hanging, you know. I just need to feel I, I feel like I need to Branch out and become A different person In a lot of ways Like I want to be more outdoor I want to be more And not for anybody else Except myself Because And for the gram Instagram Oh god I don't You know I have that And I barely even Fucking use it um, Just take There's people that go On hikes just so They can take selfies Yeah fuck that You know I, I took pictures When I was out On Long Point Trail Just because I've never Been there You know And I was just like This is neat Yeah I do that I do that hike Several times a month, and I still take pictures. I like it. It's there was one of the coolest things was there was this, uh, and my lady was on was on my back to uh, take this cat, this giant yellow fucking tomcat who was the nicest thing, battle scarred buddy. He'd been he'd been through it. His ears were chewed. The fucking <laughs> face was all clawed up. Still nicest cat ever. Came up to me, was rubbing on me, I was petting him, and he was, obviously didn't belong to somebody. So I was just like, man, I really want this cat. This is the exact kind of cat I want. It's some probably has toxoplasma. <laughs> some battle scarred old brawler. I'm going to bring him home. He's going to be happy. You call him Sully. <laughs> <laughs> Clubber McWhiskey Fist. <laughs> um, <laughs> or na- name him Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, because he's got whiskers, and he was drinking a bottle of whiskey when I found him. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, um, no, and I was. Really, that day, whenever I'm starting to shift to be a completely different person, I used to be a winter person, and one of the reasons I loved winter is because I got to sit inside and I didn't have to do shit. Now I'm not that person anymore. I'm like, I want to get out and do shit. I want to see shit. I've got. I'm 41. I'm going to be 42 fairly soon. I don't have a lot of time. Neither you, know, neither so. you guys have been whitewater rafting. No. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing? Absolutely. He says no. Not me. No. You wouldn't want to go. I'm afraid of water. Or are you? Yeah. You're not a good swimmer. I'm a fine swimmer. I just don't. I don't like. I don't know. It, it's just not my thing. I, I would go. Like I would have to work my way up to you know like we the could big do, ones. You, yeah, you could even like you could do like I the, don't up, think, the, the upper new, mm-hmm. which is like is like three. You know, it's like not. It's 
exciting, right? But not nearly as terrifying as I don't want to do the upper golly. I, I won't. Is it? It's scary. Yeah. It's just. It's not. It's not. The fun level doesn't go up that much higher than the, than when, the, than, as the danger the, goes yeah, up. Than the me. terror. The terror yeah. level. Yeah. You can get plenty of danger on the other ones, right. and, and not. You know what I mean. Well, I just uh, not shoot the fucking gauntlet with, right, with right. what's her name, with uh, that famous actress that was in that in the River Wild. Oh, uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, and Megan, don't, Kevin I, Megan I don't need to shoot thing. the gauntlet with Meryl Streep with a guy <laughs> holding a gun to my head. That's the only way I would fucking. And do that's that. the way these companies do it. <laughs> They've got a Kevin Bacon type character there with a gun. They call him a raft god. He's got a couple weird bags with him, and then you just row the whole time through this really dangerous rapid. Keeps trying to get you to buy a CD with him and his brother. And somehow they make money this way. <laughs> They're like That's running. Good. They're running drugs down the river to Charleston or something. I don't know what they're doing. They, they pick up at Golly Bridge. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about. No, but I just there are so many. Like, okay, I was driving up last year during August. I drove up through Lockwood, and it's a place I always on thirty nine. It's the most gorgeous. It's a great drive. Yeah, I mean, I've driven it a million times. Yeah. I can get to Summersville faster going that way than I can on the interstate. Really? Mm-hmm. I do. I know every curve. Do you know that one that kicks? Kicks left hard though. I've almost died there like twice. Oh, I totaled a car on that road on thirty nine. Yeah, it was like it was in that real bad place where they changed it. Yeah, people kept re- and it was it was an oil slick mm-hmm. and it was really wet and my tires were really shitty and I was driving too fast. Yeah, and I hit the mountain. I've slid the, right around that area before, where it goes to the three lane going up the hill. I slid right there just summertime. I was on my way to a, to a um. I had a job at the junior high one summer for the uh, it was called the summer youth program. Mm-hmm. Poor kids could get a job like with the county or whatever. So I, I worked like forty hours a week with old Dan Dan, the maintenance man, <laughs> in uh, Summersville Junior High. Yeah, I was like, you know what, this ain't a bad life to be quite honest. <laughs> I was just weed eating and painting stuff. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind yeah. of like, <laughs> staying active, getting plenty of sunshine. Yeah. And I was also all my friends lived in Somersville that summer, so I could go and hang out with them afterwards. Go to the lake afterwards. Back yeah, the lake like is. Uh, I've I'm really starting to get a thing for the lake now too. Like I, I really would like to go take more advantage of the stuff we have around here, as opposed to complaining about how there's nothing to do. We can get there's to, plenty to fucking do. We can get to the lake in forty minutes. It's really yeah. true. I, I want to get a kayak. I want to start kayaking and learn how to do that. I, you know what I mean? It's just. It's so big, you know, when you look at it from, I've never done it before, how am I going to, you know, we'll just do it, just start. You know? Kayaking will be easy, you can just go, you can go behind your house. Anytime we want, we can go up there and You live a, on the river, bro. We, yeah, go, hard, we can go rent a, is hard there. We can go rent a pontoon boat and just go around on Somersville Lake all day one day. We can do, we can do what, you know, I would like to just, I'm sick of being this, where I'm just... I love my family. Don't get me wrong. My family is great. They are. You have you, one. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Congratulations, Mister Alive Dad. <laughs> uh, but we have a tendency on. <laughs> my dad's alive. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Daddy McDadson. <laughs> um, he starts every conversation. He says, "You know, today I was hanging out with my dad." <laughs> Even days that he doesn't hang out with his dad. <laughs> um, no, but I just... <laughs> my family... And this is, and I get these tendencies from my mom's side. And again, this is not a bad, a bad thing. There's a lot of people like this. 
they're set in their ways. They just want to hang out. They, they're homebodies and never want to do anything. That's fine. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But sometimes our depression takes such an extreme, like sleeping all day and stuff like that. We, that's something everybody in, our fa- in my family does at some point, you know, and just tries to step away from the world and from reality for a while. And that only makes things worse for me. Like, I feel much better now because I got out of the house. You know what I mean? I was going to be sleeping until 3 o'clock, get up, go to my job, feel awful at my job for a couple of hours. And then when it finally kicks in, settle in and feel better, you know? Now I got up. I got to come out and laugh and hang out with my friends. I got to get out in the sun for a little bit. It's going to be better. And, you know, I, I'm just sick. I don't want to be that guy, man. I mean, some, some people in my family give up in their 40s. You know, they just say, you know, I don't need to – See anything new or do anything new, or anything. I'm just this is who I'm going to be from now on, and that's fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Again, I love my family, but I don't want to be that guy. You so, need you need to watch that uh, podcast, the Rogan podcast I sent you with Pat McNamara. I heard about that. He's like picking shit up, like like he know. he works out with whatever's handy. He'll do like kettlebell exercises with uh, with um cinder blocks yeah just whatever he has laying around he's like I, a former special ops guy yeah he said he didn't hit his prime in life until he was 45 well shit that's me written all over it like i have this vision of he what, had depression he had the whole thing going on really because after he got out of the army he didn't know what to do anymore and he right. says he still misses it. everybody that i talked to misses or i've heard or i've heard talk about it misses war mm-hmm. misses mm, being it's, in the it's military addictive as fuck they missed the whole thing. Well, it's a, it's a constant it's a constant challenging yourself and receiving re- rewards kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like you're getting better at, at skills and you get rewarded for it with bigger rank, with more respect from other people. You well, know what I mean? The, How would that not be so addictive? It's we're the expected fucking, to suck it's you the fucking off. adrenaline, though. Well, sure, it's that's like really true. high level and adrenaline. The camaraderie yeah. with your buddies and all that stuff. Yeah, brothers in arms, like that 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 aspect of human of of, of being a human has not changed from any point of time. From when we climbed down the trees and we're fighting lions with sticks to you know, fighting in Hastings at 1066. You know, yeah, I mean? you need it's to like, follow. Uh, I don't know how often you scroll I through Instagram. I just made a huge fucking rhyme right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how often you scroll through Instagram, but there's a lot of people like that you can follow that'll give you a little jolt in your uh, junk to get up and do something. Well, I was doing it myself. Like, I would, I had certain things that would make me angry, but I, I found out. The rock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I was doing, I would, I would do things that would, that would on purpose make me angry. So. I found out, though, that doesn't work for very long. Like, that's nice for a quick start. Like, it's like hitting a fire with gas, you know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go, but it's going to consume you. So, you know, I would start thinking about, okay, let me think about good things. Uh, you know, forming better relationships with people, forming a better relationship with myself. You know, seeing new things, being, uh, finally being happy. Word. Yeah. My favorite thing this week was uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I watched it last night, and it's fucking awesome. It's I don't know how to describe it. There's some quantum physics that all makes sense as much as something can make sense in a world where people can get superpowers from a sure. spider bite. Uh, there's how many different Spider Men are there? There's Spider Gwen. There's, there's Peter Parker, who's there. older in this. Yeah, he's, yeah, I saw he's that. In one universe, he's married to uh, Mary Jane. And in another, he's married to Gwen Stacy. And then another, he fucked it up with Mary Jane. And the 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 one in Miles Morales's universe is he got killed just as Miles Morales got the power. He mm-hmm. got bit by the spider. And uh, and then you got Peter Porker, who's played expertly by John Mulaney. 
Peter Porker is in the the pig. Yeah, he's in that. Yes, shit. Spider Ham. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it was. And he has he has cartoon weapons. He uses like mallets and shit, like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, it yeah, is so I, funny. I mean, and John Mulaney's fucking hilarious. Of course, he's one of the funniest people that ever exists. Yeah. Um, Gwen Stacy, she's a. A spider woman, spider girl, spider Spy, woman. Spider Gwen is what they call her. She they called her Spider Woman. Okay. In this one. Um then there's Nicholas Cage plays like the noir Spider Man. Nicholas like, Cage does? Nicholas, he wears a trench coat and a like a detective hat. And he's the uh noir Spider Man and he's cool. hilarious. And this is what the movie's about? That something happens to where they all get thrown into the same universe and they have to stop something. That sounds like I know. I know. I would really like it. It's just another one of those things. You, you know. bought the goddamn thing. I know. And I, I bought it before I, you. <laughs> I See, bought it, and everybody else I knew watched you, it. When you first started talking about it, I was envisioning a documentary about spiders, and I got excited. Well, now it's can, about superheroes. I'm just like, Fee. it's good though. I mean, <laughs> why don't you like superheroes? I don't know why. I don't know. I you don't like any of the Marvel movies. I liked or? them. I liked that stuff as a kid, and I like made my own comic books and stuff. And something happened. I just stopped. I can't get into it. You so liked, you don't, you I don't, don't like I, any of the Iron like Man movies. It. I don't actively dislike. You it. like I the just, Batman, the the Christopher Nolan yeah, Batman. I liked. I liked the Batman. They're a little bit different. I like. I like the Christian Bale Batman movies, and of course the early Batman movies. But I just two. yeah. Um, I just can't like they don't hold my attention. Yeah, I get it. I don't know why Some people just don't don't like them. I didn't think I was going to. I held off until. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm interested in that doesn't hold your your guys' attention. I mean, well, that's just that's that's people. Yeah, nah, that's 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 what it is. I was going to ask you if you, you uh, uh, we we've done this for two years now at least uh, that you if we you would need help on the farm. I mean, there's always like ten million things to do. So, I mean, I would like to come up and maybe swing a sigh or something. We do split something. Some, split some wood. I still yeah. that wood's still sitting there to split. Help me stack wood. I think got a lot of wood needs like move. I can do that. Like move from here to over there. I've got a couple of days off. Like I start back tonight and I'm thinking about maybe taking taking a few days of vacation sometime soon just to recharge. Yeah. Have you ever heard about a singles cruise? Yeah. I really want to do. He this did shit. go on a cruise a few, a couple years ago. No, but this is <laughs> he met a guy named Todd. This is a special. This is a special kind of cruise, though. And there's there's people go do it for a lot of different reasons. There's lots of different kinds of people that go do this for different reasons. But they're all there as singles. It's like a rule. Well, and you go there. It's not, and you deliberate. And so everyone knows that nobody knows anyone there, and the whole vibe changes. So people that can't normally meet people in real life can't normally connect with people. Can't help but do it. Like will become lifelong friends with people. That, that they from somewhere else that they never that they don't have anything in common with right because I, of this environment that the the cruise creates. I just I don't need for well for one thing is, uh, we've talked about this before in the show and you know p- people listen to this and they probably hit, roll their collective eyes but I tell them to roll their eyes up their butt. <laughs> um, roll over when you. I have to learn how to love myself. Like I I'm I'm learning that. Slowly, and it's it's a brutal process. Like because I have to break down so many things about myself that I thought were good things and and are not. So, well, well I mean, they're like that big corn beef you got hanging there, huh? <laughs> oh. A little Irish curse, <laughs> uh, uncut. <laughs> no, it's cut. It's just, um, no, and and again, I, I just for some reason you get those moments where everything it looks really clear. And the other day when I was up there, everything came really clear. I was like, I got to get out and start doing stuff. I got to get out and start making more of life, you know, because don't have very much time. 
you know so yeah you're probably gonna die in the next couple of years I mean, so. well i'm saying i'm saying in with the way things are going i mean quality time is what i'm saying like i have until my probably late 50s or maybe even into my 60s where i can still be active and strong and all that stuff but you know you start to slide and you're not, and and you don't take as much you know you can't take as much joy in things because you're just not able, you know. So yeah, you know, like you said, that guy hit his prime at 45. I'm I'm doing pretty well. 42 is going to be a good year for me. I'm I'm really, I really think it's going to. I mean, I got the good job. I've got all you know things going pretty much how I want them to, and uh, it's going to be like you know the year that. The year that um, Nevermind was released for Kurt Cobain. Not the year that he shot himself with the shotgun. <laughs> well, <yeah>. wait. <laughs> Nevermind was 1991. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Nevermind was 91? Yeah, then. Uh, I thought it was 94. No, 94 was uh, in, u- yeah. in utero. In utero. Okay. Which I think, I don't know, man. That's so hard to, to say which one's better. I think Nevermind is better. Nevermind is, I think yeah. the songs are better on Nevermind, but I'd like to hear like a, uh, a remix of it so it doesn't sound. Glammy. It does have a glam rock well, feel I mean, because the guy had that to. Butch Vig. Butch Vig was the glam rock producer, mm-hmm. but he also did like Smashing Pumpkin. Yeah, but he just had a little bit too much reverb on certain things for my taste. It sounds nineties. It, it does. It sounds amazing. Well, I, don't, I know. Like Pearl Jam's ten is the same. But way. compared to right. the technology and and the yeah. fucking plugins we have nowadays, you could easily make it sound better. All right, better. You yeah, know. depending on what you. Different. Let's say different. More, Obviously, it sounded good, or we wouldn't have fucking shit our pants over it. More scientifically, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Uh, but I liked the uter a lot too. It was really crunchy and raw, and it had "Rate Me" on it. It's a great song. I, it's yeah. I mean, I was a heart shaped box. Francis Farmer. I was a big. Avengers I was channel. a big. Smells like Teen Spirit caught me right where it should have. Like I was like disassociated rebellion. You know what I mean? Hated. Had had to define myself by being in opposition to something else, which is the easiest way to define yourself. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not nothing if not a follower of the path of least resistance. So I, uh, yeah, I love that. In the major, major keys. keys. Have you heard this? Oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really cool. Um, I pl- I played it one day because I felt upset and I wanted to get happy. Like I'll play that and I and I was. But anyway, um, what was I gonna say? Something about your butthole. <laughs> you're talking about listening to Nevermind for the first time and you're being dissociated, and then uh, you were like being trying to be the opposite, define yourself by being the opposite, right? Of the- like the opposite of glam and all that yeah. shit, and being more stripped down and being you know more real. You thought well, it's just as much artifice as anything else. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not from Seattle. Why, why the fuck would I would I wear a, a, a flannel shirt? Well, which I, mean, I wore all the time. Well, it's we fucking- ha- we have the same kind of weather that. Yeah, that had that, a little that, bit, not like they. We don't get rain like they. It's do. fucking cold here, so sometimes rednecks wear flannel shirts too. I yeah. know, but I, I just you know, I've got this image of myself now with like not becoming a, a mountain guy, but kind of like you know, rock climber, maybe and, a knit cap guy, possibly. Like the the big, yeah. you know, the big strong one that's always with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah the silent but deadly guy. You know, no, the, the one that's like. I don't know. I mean, you, they every hippie group has that one where the dude's like a big dude. Like, you yeah. know, that's a big hippie dude. You know, not that I'm going to become a hippie because I just, you know, it's not my thing. But I just, I like, I, I'm liking this idea of, of doing stuff, of, you know, trying to find new ways to go out and 
You know what I mean? Learn new things. It's, yeah. What do you want to do? Do you want to start going to bars and hitting on chicks, or <laughs> going to see live music? Or well, I'd like to go see live music, but no, no drinking in bars or any of that crap. But um, there's going to be drinking at the live music. Well, sure, but I don't drink, so well, you don't have to. Right. I can take some kratom with me, or they have uh, Rock City Cakes up there in Charleston are starting to do uh, shows mm-hmm. at their place. And it seems cool. Charleston seems like a cool place, but now I'm, I'm saying that, you know, for some reason, I always felt like Fayetteville and places up there were like Charleston Light, and they were trying to. Now they've formed their own identity, and it's very, it's a very cool place. More to like be. Charleston is Fayetteville Light. That's somewhere. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, it's it's switched like it's like been a polar shift where now all Charles all Fayetteville needs is is a is a bookstore and a fucking movie theater, and they are set. They don't need anything else. Well, there's you I mean, mean there's the marquee in. Theater in Beckley, movie theater in Beckley is like twenty five minutes from Fayetteville. Sure, they really what they really need to do is just combine that made it and make it into one co op kind of area. You know what I mean? Where you have all these, you know, revive some places around Oak Hill and start and start making Oak Hill into a place. Well, that's what like they're Fayetteville. that's what they're trying to do. Actually, oh, they, make they, Oak Hill they, great they call it they call it the the <laughs> bet the Beckley Metro area. Yes, they're trying to attract people to that area, and they're selling the whole package deal. Of everything happening on the plateau from Summersville to Beckley, yeah, as being like a and hot it, spot, and it kind of is. Because like, there's a is. bunch of people up there. You know there's, what I mean? There's all like there's a crazy amount of of like like nat- natural beauty and and tra- trails and sites and stuff right. to do and services that cater to those types of adventures. And uh, I mean, yeah, but that's what we need. Uh, I mean, I think that's ultimately what West Virginia needs is more people. And I said this before: more people with money. To move here, all right, and spend their goddamn money, all right. That's all we need. If you if you got a couple big lottery Simple. winners around here and, and start spending their money around here, it would bring it back but to life. Even they, if they didn't fuck everything up. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, let me win almost a billion dollars and see what happens. Golly Bridge will become like Fayetteville because they'll have no choice because I'm buying the fucking place. I'm gonna walk <laughs> in and saying, "How much is this town worth?" Just tell me, hundred million dollars. Fuck it. There you go. Get out. My town now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like we're tearing all this shit down. The blonde guy with the mullet that walks around your gone you're out they're putting you on a bus somewhere else <laughs> that's so local we're going Such to a reference no we're gonna uh, build back all the fucking uh, storefronts and in, in, you know the front street and all that shit build hotels and, and and nice cool hippie places for people for rafting and all that stuff if you have so much money and willing to take a loss that's really what you have to do you know what i mean yeah, you gotta take a beating you're gonna, you're gonna take a beating for a minute until it starts to catch on people are like man you have to go to this place and and it's came out of nowhere fedville kind of came out of nowhere like it, it was it was always kind of that place but then just past few years it's just been slowly inexorably building into this and what past, it is now probably t- past 10 or 15 years yeah i mean which is an eye blink you know for how long oh, yeah. you know so you actually have local theater now you have you know, you have local restaurants doing good. We have, they have, Secret Sandwich Society is going to go, uh, go national too sooner or later. You they, know what I mean? They already have, I think. How have they? I think they've, they're, but, they're, well, I mean, sold franchises. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's all that money hopefully is coming back to the town and they'll be, you know, and the town's beautiful. I mean, the shops, the, 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 you, you ever meander on any of the dirt roads that you can go up? Like, uh, what is that one that goes this way when you go this way? If you keep going this way, you'll end up uh, in Oak Hill. Yeah. What's that road? I keep forgetting. I then you, the one you end up at Anstead, like we go through uh, Ames Heights and all yeah. that stuff around there. So It's fucking Anstead's it's nice, too. Anstead needs a, needs a shot in the arm as well. Well, they got those cops that are fucking everything up. If you yeah. go 20, They've got a serious drug They got serious drug serious problem. Serious meth there. problem, I would say. Yeah. And yeah. heroin. Heroin? Yeah. 
They're on. And um, no, it's the same thing though. But there's not. There's no. There's no. Nothing producing wealth. Right. There, there's no cash flow. It's just Fayetteville. It's just I don't know what they do to it's, make it like that. It's that it's location, location, location. It's right by the fucking bridge, and there's a there's a park where you can you know in Fayetteville you can live in Fayetteville and walk to the park and walk under the bridge and and be connected to a whole network, a spider web of trails that goes all throughout the gorge. You can go all the way to Beckley on yeah. if you want. This and there's signs that tell you where to go and everything and how to get back if you need to. Yeah, it's they've really man. There's, there's some money that they've they thrown into this stuff. They I mean they they really see and big pictures. And so. there's well and there's people that come here from around the world because there there are certain things that other places just can't compete with the 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 stacking of of shit going on. You got world class whitewater. You got world class rock climbing. You've got crazy technical mountain biking shit. Yeah. Um, Soon, uh, I'd say in the next five years, the weed's going to be legal. Yeah, and you've got and you've got all these new adventure sports because that in and of itself, adventure sports is getting bigger. So you've got like the stand up paddleboard shit. Yeah, you've got the, the zip lining. Zip lining. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they've they've really stacked their functions and consolidated, and the, all the ra- adventure companies have consolidated into pretty much two. I think there's there's more than two, but pretty much there's two. There's mm-hmm. Adventures on the Gorge, which is the biggest, and there's there's Ace, which is like the retarded little brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one that you that's like they advertise like oh yeah we're more real and all the guys <laughs> they, they don't drug test you know what i mean and it's yeah. like in the you know we're more real they have std problems among their staff you know that sort of thing <laughs> why wouldn't they young attractive people want to fuck yeah so by god fuck but um yeah and so that model that business model is, um but they it's you know, I, I think that they're struggling. Like the rafting, the rafting business itself has been terrible. It's been dismal. Really, those companies. Yeah, they're not getting anywhere near what they. It's like one tenth of what it was in the seventies or in the nineties. I wonder what's happening. Um, this right here is what's happening. He held up his cell phone for people. That, people, uh, people are becoming more domesticated and scared to do anything real you can be more entertained okay. at home that's true people are fucking terrified people don't even know what can't even identify vegetables let alone be in a situation where you know there's bugs and you're outside and it's hot and you could fall and hit your head on a rock and die people are scared of everything it's like everything's insured everything's everyone's protected everyone's sheltered back in the 70s families went camping for the weekend and went on an 18 mile hike yeah for fun. Yeah. Because we didn't have all this easy entertainment. We were set free at 7 o'clock in the morning during the summertime. And we weren't expected to be seen again until the sun went down. Right. Shit is, people have changed. Our culture has become more sedentary. And more just afraid to do things. You know, it's like, I mean, you see it, I mean, just compare the way kids are now to where they were when we were kids. Yeah. Is this, is that's this kids why the, these days with John Morgan? That, that's why the, the rafting, <laughs> that right there is why the rafting industry is not doing well. Yeah. In my opinion. And there's people like me that are super afraid of water. And if I get tossed, like, who's going to save my big ass? Like, <laughs> well, it's, 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 a, it's a, an adventure that's not for everybody to begin with. Yeah, that's true. So then if you whittle away at that group of people, it can become very small very quickly. But they, but they, but everything else they seem to be doing really great. You know what I mean? But I mean, you got to think from, like I said before, from Christmas until now, they've got, they've got infrastructure to upkeep. They, they're constantly having to fire and hire people. Like they don't have, 
know what I mean? Because they're, it just make, it makes it makes it really difficult to be efficient when you have to work seasonally like sure. that instead of just doing one thing year round. Well, that's you know, like uh, again, the the Cedar Point comparison comes in again. Cedar Point is not even open during winter because it's fucking Ohio, you know. So it's going to get snowy and chitty and yeah, or like like how Winter Place, like but Winter Place probably loses money. I doubt they make money, even though it's a, like an arm and a leg to go skiing. I mean, because, well, number one, we don't have very good winners. They never know how long the season's going to be. All right. And it's from when? It's from, like, November until M- March. Until now. And they can yeah. make their own snow, but, but I don't it's, know how but effective no, but that is. It's not fun. It's, like, it's like wet, and people don't enjoy it. Um, and if it's, if it's above freezing, it's not going to stick around very long. Yeah, right. it becomes kind of dangerous. Dangerous. Anyway, anybody got the umbrage? Oh, uh, umbrage time. I got one. Say that a lot. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Kind of rolls right out. Umbridge. Um, mine this week is Donald Trump. Uh, no, throwing out uh, basically threats that his uh, his tough guy followers are gonna. Oh, what did he say? He didn't hear about this. I don't know. I don't pay no attention to this. <laughs> People on the right, including biker biker groups and military and cops, they're all on my side, and they're they're, they're not as tough guy acting as the left. But once they get pushed to a point, it's very bad, very bad. That's what he said. And then. The guy goes and shoots up a mosque. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking idiot. It's a fucking moron. I mean, I can't blame Donald Trump for it, but he he also said uh, subscribe to PewDiePie, which is a YouTube guy. Before he started whacking all these fools. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Like the, the you talking about the you're talking about the shooter. Yeah. Now before okay. he went in there, like, like and like PewDiePie's like fuck, dude. I didn't. I don't want people to do anything. I don't want to be associated. He's a meme guy. He's a yeah, fucking yeah. YouTube guy that makes fun of stuff. Right. But it's guilt by association. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and Donald and then they asked Donald Trump, do you think there's a rise in white nationalism? I do not. What the fuck are you looking at? I mean, there is a if, definitive rise. If, it, not a, if, if there's not a rise, it's definitely more uh, it's harder. vocal. It's, yeah, it's harder edged. You know, you have a bunch of people who... Once you put push, push somebody to being the victim, well, white people are the victim. Well, if I'm the victim, then I I have to fight back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what they say. We're we're fighting for our culture. Our culture won. Just fucking accept it. You know that's the worst thing to say, but it's the truth. And that's just the way it works. And eventually, our culture is going to lose. I mean, that's just the way culture goes. You know. Yes. I mean, and not even in a, in a violent fashion. Just in a fashion that it changes over time, you know. This 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 waving the flag, uh, super hardcore, you know, kid rock esque style of fucking patriotism is going away. That is going to leave because what in the ball with a ball to dang the dang diggy 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 said the boogie said up jump the boogie. Are you talking about? Are you trying to say that that's not timeless right there? What he just did, that's timeless. I've been saying that, you know, this this whole. That is a, it's an anachronism. This is its last gasp. People think that, you know, 
look who's getting elected. Look, look at all the the diversity and stuff. What's going to fill that void when it goes away? <laughs> is there a void? I mean, it's, it's just going to be a shift of culture. You know, would you call? Would you would you say that Rome was any less Rome because one group of people that started it were not in control of it by the end? No, still Rome, still you know ran the way it sh- should run mostly. Well, you know, I just but mean I just mean void, but, there, but, the, there, but there has to be though if you remove if you remove you know an opposing force, mm-hmm. then the other force doesn't have any opposition. It no longer has any meaning, so everything changes. It's like you know what I mean. Like if you can't, you can't take the weight off one side of the scale and right. expect the scale not to move. Well, the scale will swing back with uh, more multiculturalism and it'll, you know more acceptance that's, of. I don't know. That's not swinging back though. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time articulating what I'm trying to say. We can drop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, mul- mul- like you 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 can't just get rid of. Say uh, the Kid Rock right winger type people, the neo neo conservatives. Well, you're not going to get rid of them, of course. I mean, but if they were to disappear, th- I don't think that that would just move things to the left. There would be a different kind of thing that filled it that was also that right. was also bad. Not well, or at least opposition. We don't know, All right? But something, something that is opposition to the the thesis to the antithesis. Antithesis. Well, it's like uh, I don't know. I mean, I just think that. Um, you know that that it's already it's already kind of silly. You know what I mean with the nationalism thing. Yes. Well, yeah, I have a clip pulled up, but I just realized it's like five minutes long. It's Doug Stanhope's bit about nationalism being dumb. Yeah, I mean it is kind of dumb, but but then there's there's silliness on the other side of the spectrum. Of too, course, there is. Who are like, oh god, don't don't appreciate what they have, and you know what I mean. Yeah, they, been, they're like been spoiled their whole lives, but then they're like some kind of freedom fighter or something like that. There's like super privileged, but act like they're oppressed. Like, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Yeah, some, yeah. like that's absurd. Like really, like J- Jesse Smollett. Like he, yeah, I'm sure he's had some rough times. In that's a, kind of the but other having end to of pay the somebody to to beat him up and then blame honkies with MAGA hats is a bit much. Yeah, yes. But let's be honest. I mean, it was believable because that's something that could actually happen. Not, not, not in Chicago, though. Not no, in Chicago. As as I heard Chicago but like, oh, come on. Well, I know, but... I'm, oh, Shimon. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, it, it could happen regardless, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see something like that happening. Right. It's just like if uh, if a, a dip like me was walking around wearing a red hat and like uh, a real you piece of shit with your crinkling of the paper. <laughs> <laughs> was was walking around... They had, they're gone. Was walking around in a, a red hat and in the... Wrong part of the town, like say Antifa's having a thing, and I'm just walking by like a dipshit because I don't pay attention to news feeds and what's going on. Yeah, and I get up, end up getting hit, hit in the back of the head with a bike lock. You know, it's just because I look the way I look. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's you, probably not going to happen. Don't wear hats. I don't, I don't so. think. I don't think that there are any very many members of Antifa that would want to hit you in the back of the head with a bike lock. Well, they wouldn't definitely want to. Would want me to see them coming. So I'm saying, yeah, if you if you <laughs> survive, if you don't get knocked out, and you turn around. Oh yeah, I've seen the videos of them talking about their training to start all this violence, and it's so funny. These <laughs> these people have never punched or been punched, and that's why they carry around bike locks. I suppose I don't know, but bikers do that. Bikers carry them mm-hmm. like actual bikers. Yes, nice bike locks, mag lights. But I'm talking about like the nerds in Antifa mm-hmm. that think they're freedom fighters and are all white faggots. That I don't know. That may or may not have had any hardship whatsoever in their life, but yeah. they, they still believe that things are worse than they've ever been. But they're all doing it for POCs. That's people of color. 
which is not offensive. Hmm. But colored people, <laughs> offensive. <laughs> I don't understand what you would call white knighting. I guess. Oh yeah, they're um, they're uh, saviorizing themselves. They're mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they feel as though they need to be crucified and appreciated. And they have a guilt complex for for having the privileges that they have, and they have an unhealthy way of expressing that guilt complex. Yeah. Um. See, uh, Be- Beta Beto O'Rourke is running for president. Mm. That's fucking idiot. And then Trump was making fun of his hand movements. <laughs> it came out. He he's was, saying he's got a lot of hand movements. Like, what the fuck do you have, you fucking idiot? I think that guy's uh, dead on arrival, though. Probably. I think it's Tulsi. Gabbard. I don't. I don't recognize the name, so no, he won't become president. I think it's Tulsi Gabbard or probably Bernie mm-hmm. that's going to get the nomination. I would lean more towards Tulsi Gabbard because she mostly talks anti-war stuff, and nobody else is doing that. Right. And I've got time for anybody that's anti-war. I'm probably not going to vote for anybody anyway. Might write myself in. I don't know. I mean, if I can win the Man of the Year seventeen times, might have a shot. I've got some fans out there. People, <laughs> people might want to vote for old Dutchy. <laughs> I got some ideas. You want to hear one? Sure. No more public schools. They are now work camps. You go. You break rocks. You drive uh, railroad spikes for no reason. You're learning how to get physical. You learn physical. how to. Let me hear your body talk. Learn how to do dumb shit. Yeah. Real hard. Yeah. And and then um, So then all the things you do in your life will seem easier. And no more roads. I'm gonna yeah. jackhammer all the roads. Okay. Everywhere. And that will reduce carbon emissions in the long run because nobody'll be able to drive. He's not lying. <laughs> this is how we take care of climate change. Cripple well, we, we, infrastructure. We we regress back to Yes. We we have a you know, we had a modern a modern Hague conference where we tell everybody you can't do shit from the, now on. The funny right. thing is you're you're you know, you're doing a kind of a tongue in cheek thing here. Oh tongue is but, bursting through cheek. But, but but there actually is a philosophical group of people that would agree with what you're what you're doing. Anarcho anarcho primitivists. Yeah. I've who, heard who about actually them a little bit. Might agree with like they want to go back to caveman type stuff. Yeah, they want they or want at least they want to be they want to be like hunter gatherers with iPhones. Booga booga! But you know, there will be no iPhones because there will be no infrastructure. They'll you'll to have to deliver take a, iPhones. To, <laughs> the, you'll have to I bring was, a helicopter in to fix the lines if the if the if a pole goes down or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be rough. So get a hammer, folks. There's that. When old Dutch is in charge. <laughs> you're going to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm seeing uh, I, I work wish, camps I, and no roads. I, I think that I might have actually been in that thought camp for a period of time. Well, I think we all be because who wouldn't think? Okay, people in tribal societies and stuff, and even even into the 1700s, seemed to have it better because they didn't have as many worries. That's that's one thing that that we have as modern people is so many worries because we're so aware of everything. As opposed to just our immediate. Yeah, like a few weeks ago, I accidentally paid Suddenlink $350 instead of my mortgage company because mm. they have they both start with suh. Yeah. And I uh, I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to die. I, and I worried about it for three days. All it took was a five-minute conversation. I actually drove up to the Suddenlink store, mm-hmm. talked to a lady for five fucking minutes, and five days later, my money's back. It was so easy. So, yeah, but still, I, mean, I worried about it for that whole time. Well, I, I and I literally, you know, I'm surprised I haven't, you know, I don't want to put that on myself but surprised i haven't had health issues from being such a worrier because i worry you know how bad i worry about everything you're so. shooting down the walls of heartache bang bang you are the worrier <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i do and i you know 
Here's the problem. I'll be, I'm going to be Dr. Phil for a second. <laughs> Keep comfortable. Here's the problem. You need to get rid of that problem. <laughs> because stupid you are in front of everyone in front of the whole country. Yeah, maybe you should change. Don't bake biscuits and tell me that you're making ham. And then everyone's that like, really like, and then everyone's like, "Yay, Doctor Philly's yeah. so smart." He told that, "How about that girl off?" <laughs> he tried to, he tried to make money by humiliating her, and it blew up in his face. And now she's a, she's a star. <laughs> she's a, a great musician, a great rapper. I actually think she kind of is. Some of it, like she's not a great rapper, but like the whoever's making the beats for are a fifteen-year-old girl. Well, yeah, fifteen-year-old. What girl. kind of songs are you know what I mean? I, I expect nothing. My songs, so anything is good. I remember I was writing songs at that age of like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and let me tell you, those songs were garbage. They haven't gotten much better either, John. I meant to talk to you. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Imagine how bad they used to be, because I've improved. <laughs> Uh, fuck. Um, I was on my way home one day. We'll go out with this, unless you guys have more. No. Well, hopefully I can find it, if there's like an acoustic version. I was on my way home, and I heard Rehab by um, Amy Winehouse, and it was acoustic. And I'm wondering it's if... It's pronounced I, acoustic. It was acoustic. <laughs> I know who you're making fun of there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. And I don't know if she's playing guitar or not, but if she is, she's a bad motherfucker. She is. She is a good guitar player. All right. Let me see if this is the one. But we'll go out with this. Well, no, oh, no, this isn't it. No, I don't want to hear that one. It's like an official acoustic version of it that was fucking dope. But I don't know if I'll be able to find it. Hmm. Fuck it. We'll just go out with the regular version. That bitch was talented as fuck. Yeah, she was. Yeah. As like at a really young age. And a tortured, tortured person. I need to. I want to go through her catalog. She only put out a couple albums, but have you seen that documentary about her on Netflix? I haven't. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I need to watch it. I've and, heard- and I'm actually came to that one with eating a little bit of humble pie because I always thought when she was live and she the, was like a Britney Spears kind well, of. Well, not the Britney Spears type, but definitely a construction. You know, a construction. That's, of, that's of what record. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And then I was wrong. I was completely wrong. So no, yeah, she's. Legit jazz musician. Yeah, she was good. Alright. Uh, let's find the real version. This is taking me way God, too long. Get real. <laughs> All right. There it is. All right. Thanks for listening. Listen to these horns. She's they just tried a bad to bitch. Make me go to rehab. I said no, All right, thanks. No, Love you. No. Bye-bye. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, you know, no, no. I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine, just try to make me go to rehab, I won't go, go, go.